morning, I'm running. Ooh, why is running. it? Yeah, I just mean running back from pressing record. Oh, okay. You know? Right. How are you doing? I'm alright. Got me uh, two thirds of a bottle of wine here, ready? I might partake a little bit of wine. Some? Yeah. Because uh, I had a glass with dinner. Well, let me let me pour that now. So oh, yeah, do it. everyone can ex- hear the gurgle. The gurgle, the gurgle of the wine breather. Be prepared. Be prepared. Oh, it's loud. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I've got it on the table. There you go. There's uh, your little dribble there. Thank you very much. You know, I never fill a wine glass to the top because no. I find not it for, not gross. not for me. Not for me. Even though I do drink it like it's water when you're supposed to sip. Yes, you do, actually. I think that's why you don't like it as much as I do. Because I actually sip. Because I try and taste it. (laughs) There we go. Right. What a week. What a week it's been. Friday again. It comes round so fast. It does. It does. The week grows up so fast. Now I did promise on the last show. Okay. That we must talk Last of Us 2. Okay. Now, I don't give a fuck what all these naysayers are uh, fucking saying. If anyone's played it, I would love to hear what you think about it, but I fucking loved it. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. Not a part of it that I thought was shit at all. Yeah, mechanically, it's not the best game, and yeah, you're killing too many people. But, brilliant. The story was amazing. I'm so glad that the spoilers weren't actually spoilers. Yeah. Fuck you, spoilers. Fuck you, spoilers. Best game of all time. Probably. I enjoyed watching you play it through. Mm. I was very entertained. I've still got to do the platinum run as well, so... Can't wait for that. I'll help you with that. I feel like I need a week, though. Well, it's been a week, really, hasn't it? Um, but I feel like I need a little bit more time. <laughs> Just away. I understand. It's quite heavy going. And it doesn't really oh, yeah. let up. You no. don't have much light to the shade, do you? There's no, there's no fucking light. And, I, and there's a particular moment that, obviously, if anyone, you know, I'm sure anyone who's played it has already played it, but it's a particular moment that I don't want to relive three times <laughs> at this point. Oh, yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not really, yeah, I, I, it's too soon. I can't, I can't jump, I can't dive back in just yet. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, what have we watched wrestling-wise? Watched a bit of NXT... Yes, bit of I don't AW. remember much in the week, to be honest. No, it's it's weird, isn't it? Because I've, I've I watched all of um, Dynamite and all of Dark, and I can't really remember. I, 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 I could remember if we get if, once we start talking about things. Yes, like I wanted to bring up a car, cards for like um, the Fighter Fest and the now named Great American Bash, which we've got some <laughs> some telling thoughts about. Amazing. But what I thought we'd start with. Yes. Let's refill the intro off. Can we bothered? Hello everyone and welcome to RTM Wrestling. It's episode 111 or 12. 12, 11. Who gives a 10, shit? 9, gives a 8. Fuck. There we go, seven. we're in. We're in. Go for it. Yeah, so obviously um, the the last, what I wanted to say, the last dance there, desperately. <laughs> uh, but the last ride, did it finish? I think so. We did, didn't did, we, did we not no, watch it? We didn't watch the last one, we cancelled the network. Well, we could still use it for a month, but Can I refu- refuse to. Yeah, we, we yeah we've not watched it. Yeah, for I, reasons I did want why to because we of the AJ back. Styles thing, and I wanted oh, to see how yeah. that played out. To be yeah. quite honest, we'll with stream you. it. We'll eagle- we'll illegally stream it somewhere. <laughs> if we've still got membership though, if we can still log on to it, we might as well. Oh, they can fuck off. I don't want them to get the viewing figure. <laughs> um, but yeah, so apparently, on this week's or whatever last two weeks, um, last ride. 
uh, Undertaker announced he's officially retired. Now, he says I'm officially retired quite a lot through that series. Mm-hmm. So if people are believing this one, mad, more yeah. fool you. you. You're mental. I mean, this made all the national news and stuff. It's like if any yeah. if any of these news outlets, and I'm not talking about the wrestling ones, like say the fucking Mirror, yeah, that did a, a story. I think he was on the BBC News as well. Really? Yeah, Undertaker's retired after all these years. Yada yada yada. You can tell this journalist has not watched this show because after every single match he has on it, he goes, "That's oh, my last one. This, this is it." And he even does that thing of where, and this just shows you, even though him and Vince are really quite tight, it shows you that Vince is always this mad matriarch. I was just about to say that because he still approached that after that match. We said, "I think I'm out." No, I think I'm out. He approached it in a really nervous way, as as though you would if you were scared of somebody and you just wanted to get it over with, and you've been planning it all day, and it just comes out. So yeah. yeah, I found that quite interesting. I don't. He's not fucking retired. No, I thought it was really interesting, like the Vince thing. Like, how bad was he when he was like, "Oh, it looked like you, you look like you could still go." And oh, all yeah, this kind of looks like you're great. We'll talk about it. I'll take your lead. Fuck you, yeah, you big fucking bastard. I know full well, like when the next uh, Saudi bailout is needed, any, he'll, he'll any be on the phone. Any bailout is needed. Vince, yeah. all Vince will be thinking is. All right, he can have his fucking twelve months or whatever. But when he comes to Mania next year and he's not in it, it's going to be gutted. My viewing figures are going to need a bit of a bump, and I'll be able to coax him back. Yeah, I'll invite him to the show, you know, as a guest of WWE, and he'll be on Raw. <laughs> yeah, like, that <laughs> like he was side. last yeah. time. Yeah. So obviously, you know, we're assuming it is the last ride for him. So we can we can give a few thoughts. On the Undertaker, because obviously he's a, you know probably one of the biggest deals in wrestling there is. Um, so to go to the old tweets at WWE Locker Talk. Locker Talk. Back. Yeah, long long time no hear, guys. Good to hear from you. So um, they've put. I saw the American Badass at my first live event when I was a kid, uh, but the first time experiencing the Dead Man was something else. It was the Raw where him and Lesnar had the big brawl. Oh, I remember that because they went to it, didn't they? Uh, had the big brawl in the locker room, had to break it up. <laughs> the aura and the mystique is something I'll never forget. Yeah, that was amazing. I love that. That, that loved backstage. It. I remember us saying at the time that those fuckers, or, you know, I don't know if it was just Colton or Matt as well, but like, they were there. Yeah. I was like, oh god, it was what, so what, what I want to be at. Um, Gareth, that game banter, how you doing, mate? It's what best Undertaker memory was him crucifying Stephanie and Austin <laughs> saving the day. The ultimate enemy of her father was doing the right thing because that's what a goddamn hero does. <laughs> it doesn't get much better than that. Plus, the Ministry of Darkness theme is the best of all time. It's pretty fucking good. Uh, at Kyle, so at real Kyle Masters, Undertaker and Kane in the Inferno match back in '98 was the first ever wrestling match that I ever saw. And it made me fall in love with the Undertaker character and professional wrestling. And then finally, we've got Axel Jamo. At Axel underscore Jamo is put WWE. Uh, no, that's from something from later on. Uh, so he's put about the Taker and Punk build was great. Yeah. So that it was, was that it, was fucking it good. It was good. That was fucking good. Now, um, obviously, briefly. So we've we've had three. Is it three? Undertaker experiences. Yes, London, Manchester, and then at the the the, oh, the, the play. Yeah. Everyone take a drink. WrestleMania thirty three. We were there. We were there. <laughs> oh my god! I oh just my god! Spat, you just snorted your red wine. Smart wine all over myself. 
Like literally all over my fucking face. <laughs> God. Oh God. Oh my God. Right. Why are you why oh, are you mopping up? Once Get the man. I um might have told you this. I was at <clears throat> a business dinner. Okay. And I took a mouthful of red wine and the person in front of me made me laugh and I spat it all over his white shirt. And it was a That's business hilarious. shirt. I just That's it, hilarious. It was, I've never i I've never seen anything like it. It was ridiculous. And he was going to do that hobby. It's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. And I'm like, I'm so That's sorry. So Mortified. Well, I should have said something to me. Yeah, laugh. you shouldn't should have made you laugh, should, should he? Fucking, fucking prick. What a prick, yeah. <laughs> oh, Andy, that was fun. That's half my glass of wine gone. <laughs> but yeah, so um, so London's first one. Uh, that that entrance was something else. Like see, seeing it live for like the first time, I think was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like because we were obviously right up in the gods. I think my favourite live moment though, because I've got a favourite live moment, and I've got a weird favourite um, uh, non-live moment as well. Yeah, so my favourite live moment is the Manchester one where we didn't think he was coming out. Oh. Flair give us the swerve. Um, and then him and Kane came out, and that crowd, oh, yeah. so loud, when that first, you know, Bray Wyatt's done his whole bit in the middle of the ring, you know, the first gong goes off, the place is going ballistic, like, literally people, like, screaming, men, men screaming. It was so mad, yeah, it was, yeah. It was crazy. It was ridiculous, and then seeing them both, I don't even remember him like, in the ring doing anything, I just remember the, the entrance. Yeah, I remember. I just remember the the dongs and the people going nuts. I remember yeah. nothing other than that. And I've got to be honest with you, don't take a drink. The show that we, you know, take a drink, the show we went to, I don't remember him coming out of that. See, I, I do. I remember seeing him walking down the ramp. Do you? don't remember mm. anything about it. I remember him walking back up as well. Uh, but yeah, nothing else other than fucking Rain's posturing. Um Yes, but my, my non my non live one is is really strange because like I everyone says it's shit right, but I have a massive affinity for the invasion angle, and everybody says how crap it is. But like you know, I can't remember how old I was, but I was me me and my mates and like I remember guys like saying, oh, wouldn't it be amazing if like WWE like invaded WCW and all this kind of shit, and then it happened, and like oh fuck, and then they just didn't bring any of the good ones over. Um, but the the raw. That they they got, and I've gone back and watched it again, t- like thinking to myself, did it, did I am I remembering this like wrong? Is 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 it is it that loud? Because I've gone back and watched the ones where Taker's got like a massive pop and been a bit underwhelmed by it, but every time, and I think maybe because it's like you know bias from my side, when uh, Limp Biscuit starts and Undertaker and Kane come out for that sort of eight man or. 10 man tag at the end the roar is crazy and they're just and they're both walking out like it was just fucking so cool it's a shame that fucking didn't do anything but yeah that's mine I don't have one no no not really um I mean the hell in the cell match again. How can you not yeah, say that? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just you know, it's I can't really pick anything in particular. I just know like probably the fondest memories I have might be when I was a teenager watching it with mates, and I had no, I'd never heard the guy speak. 
Mm. And it was just like, oh, the, and I heard the name before I watched anything. Yeah. Like Undertaker and Kane and, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, they're amazing and they do this and they do that. And then I watched it and it's like, oh, shit, this is pretty, pretty fucking mad. Because right. I don't know, like, there was, when I started watching it, like, Attitude Era time, it was all a bit, it was fun and it was great, but, like, the mystique was with Undertaker and Kane, really. Yeah. Like, that was it. And the others were kind of that kind that really inflated, roided-looking, yeah, tanned yeah. guy. So tanned. it's like, during like, it's very American. It's very yeah, too, a bit, yeah. bit, too American. You know, for when I was that young, you know, it was just yeah. so unattainable and so, like, out there. Yeah. The Undertaker sort of brought it back to being a bit more universal. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, Considering absolutely. Considering it's supernatural-esque, like, yeah, yeah. it just sort of brought me in a bit more than yeah. say someone like the rock weren't yeah. really into the rock didn't really weren't no. a big fan at all i was just like it's a bit again it's too american for me and then they turn take her into american badass <laughs> yeah well yeah exactly which you don't you don't mind then because no. like but i just remember like that first couple of times i saw him and i'm sure it must have been with kane because everyone was on about kane in school and undertaker so they must have been together yeah at that time i, I don't know yeah but um but yeah, that's that's probably it really of just something that where it's like, oh, that's something a bit different and something yeah. a bit cooler. Yeah, most most people that you'll talk to about wrestling, if they've got no idea about wrestling, they'll say Hulk Hogan and mm. the, and the Undertaker. Because like, my dad said the Undertaker really? before, and I'm like, oh, fuck, do you know who the Undertaker is? But you know, just as a as a as a joke, oh, the Undertaker. Whereas they won't know who Stone Cold Steve Austin is or The Rock. Mm. Because, you know, the guy's in his 70s now. He's in his 50s during that time. Don't give a shit about wrestling. But he's heard of The Undertaker. Yeah, see, so, I don't know anyone who's heard of The Undertaker who's outside of wrestling. Really? No, like, they, whenever anyone's kind of gone to mock me in a workplace, yeah. I'm sure you guys listening have all had this, it's like, oh, my kids are into wrestling, but they grew out of it. And it's like, yeah. so judgy. Do you amount of times I, somebody said that to me? Yeah, it's like, oh, fuck yourself, Karen. Yeah. Like, it's like, but, well, most people, Karen, um, grow out of KFCs every night, but you, you obviously haven't, have you? <laughs> Fat fuck, no, <laughs> fictitious fat fucking Karen. <laughs> Listen, fat Karen aside. Yep. No one's ever really mentioned Undertaker to me. They've always no? said Hulk Hogan. But the thing is that the people who've mocked me have been a bit older. Yeah. And I know you say your dad knows who Undertaker is, but they've always yeah. gone, oh, he, I even had someone, and I think it was when I was about say when we first started doing the podcast. So I don't know, like twenty seven, twenty eight, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Don't know, it's been a while, haven't we? But um, someone in their early 30s was like, Oh, bloody hell, giant haystacks. And now when I look back, I'm like, How? No, mate, you no. didn't know, you weren't around then. What are you oh, on about? Do you remember that Coco Beware? Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember that parrot? But now you look back and go, What are you on about? But no, most people used to say Hulk Hogan, British yeah. Bulldog. That was, okay. Those were the yeah. two. Oh yeah, Hulk Hogan, British Bulldog. I even yeah. had someone say, "What's British Bulldog still doing it?" Which I just, oh. I had to just walk away. It's like I just can't even engage it. But, you know, it's one of them where even if I answered you, this conversation ain't going anywhere because you just no. want to piss out of me. So I'm not engaging with you. Isn't it funny how like I don't know <laughs> the the Undertaker R.I.P. part of the show has been turned into people being dickheads. But yeah, isn't it funny how people love to take the piss out of stuff that they, they don't have any fucking clue about? Mm-hmm. So like, but I'm 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 no better because 
you know, for, for those who haven't heard of it, what is it? What's the what's the fucking rave that goes on at? Is it a heating park? What's that called? Rave. Yeah, that fucking shit. It's not a rave. That, well, that, well, that well, it's a rave. It's a rave to anyone over the age of twenty-five. <laughs> that festival they have, where they have What's like the fucking Portinas oh, headlining they, every they year. They drag those <laughs> coffins out. <laughs> let, let's talk about the Undertakers. Um, that one, yeah. What's it called? Park Life? Park Life. Yeah, yeah, Park Life. So, like, everybody I have ever seen slash spoke to that's gone to that place, right, is a dickhead. Like, there's prob- there's obviously not dickheads that go there. So, you know, anyone who's been <laughs> or been to a festival like that listen to this. You know, I'm not calling you out specifically because I don't know you've been. But though everyone I've met is a complete fucking... Gammon. Gammon. Yeah. Absolute it's a gammon fest. Gammon. It's, it's a, a gammon fest. Yeah. I knew someone who went once who was quite respectable it, it, by my standards, as in they, they didn't look too gammony. You know, it's like <coughs> I'm pretty sure they're not BMP. But like, they, and I said to her, like, what was it like? She's like, oh, you know, I think Oasis played or someone, I don't know. Um, but they were like, oh, yeah, blah de blah. Whoever was headlining was good. Um, but, but I did. Yeah, we we did get we did get covered in piss a couple of times, but it was definitely worth it. It's like it's not worth it that really. That's your fellow concert goers. And I know it happens. I know it happens. Yeah, it does happen. Yeah, covered in piss all the time. It's cold. I remember shouting at a Foo Fighters show at two of my mates who was with, and Gaz was one of them. Um, It's cold. Don't worry. (laughs) Oh Jesus! We got covered in something. You know, you've thrown worse. What a gig. I'm not going to go into it. I'm not going to embarrass you, but... I'm trying to think. Did you throw your underwear at somebody once? I did, yes. Threw your oh underwear, dear. didn't you? Yeah, we'll leave that there. It was clean underwear, though, and it was clean. a joke. It was a joke for Liggins. He knows about it. Um, but, yeah, the... Uh, mm. Undertaker them. We'll be sorely missed. <laughs> we'll be sorely missed. But not he's not going anywhere, going guys. Anywhere. He's not going anywhere. Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's tough to really <laughs> put into context how great he's been for WWE. And yeah. the fact that he's not moved anywhere when he obviously got big time offers to do so. Um, and... I don't think I don't think we'll ever see a character that iconic ever again, and it's real. It's a it's a real shame, and we've said this on the show like a lot of times. Is that I just don't see people getting over to the level that people got over in the nineties mm. because they don't let them go. Like they, they seem a little bit on a leash all the time. It's very corporate now. Yeah, it's so corporate. You can imagine the machine, but not necessarily to do with the stars, but the machine backstage will be totally different to what it was in the nineties. Mm. It will have been like, you know, being in the office of, well, just because I've watched a documentary on it, but like being in the office of fucking National Enquirer magazine back in the fucking seventies, which is apparently yeah. a shit show. It's yeah. just a load of people on phones just making up stories and getting flown <laughs> around to exotic places trying to find any gossip they could find and smoking and having cigars in the office Those and shit. Yeah, like that. It will have been fun, probably. Yeah. I'm not saying it was that much fun, I imagine, for the women who were there, if there was any women who were there, but. I bet it was a different. It's t- it's it's so corporate now. It's McDonald's 
putting the yeah. fruit bag in the Happy Meal now. Yes, that is so on the money. But only putting the fruit bag in the Happy Meal if somebody else does it first. <laughs> now, let's get into it. Let's get so, into it. Watched. Um, uh, I think we've got some tweets on actually. Um, so I watched a you know bit of NXT, bit of bit of Dynamite, a lot of Dark. I'm loving watching Dark. Yeah, that's good, isn't it? I think it's because it's just so easy for me to to put it on because it's on their YouTube. Um, so we've had one comment and one trying to <laughs> trying to wind Brian up. So we'll leave you out there, Carl Masters. <laughs> Even though it's funny, and he has replied really funnily as well. Uh, but yeah, Axel Jamos put WWE putting on two bigger cards because of Fighter Fest is so petty. Uh, to be fair, with the whole speaking out plus COVID nineteen situation, yet they're still fi- filming in Fol- Florida, just taints the whole thing. Mm. Uh, the last two weeks have been really hard to watch for me. Now we we went we went over it on last sh- on the last show. Um, there's obviously been developments and stuff since. Goodbye to Travis Banks. Goodbye to Regiro. And good riddance. Goodbye to Tessa Blanchard, stripped of the title and thrown out of TNA. What? Yeah. Why? Well, I think about last year or something it came out that she called someone the M-word right. in, to the face, like in a in a locker room. Oh, Jesus. And nothing happened. And then more and more people came out and called her a bully. And they've just sacked her. Right. I don't think she'll get rehired. I didn't know she was the daughter of someone famous. Tully Blanchard, yeah, the I one didn't... who comes out with Sean Spears. I had absolutely no idea. Is it? The one who He's comes a Hall of Famer. WWE Hall yeah, of Famer. Yeah. I had no yeah, idea. Yeah. But, you know... Just to, on that, someone made a really good point on Twitter about Tessa Blanchard because everyone's going, oh, AEW signer, WWE no. signer. It's like someone made a good point saying, nobody sign her, she's 24, give her some years to grow up yeah, and get yeah. some humility. She, you know, she, yeah. she can have three, two, three years out just pondering over how to sort of like get a shit together. How to behave. Yeah. How to behave, how to, like I say, get some humility and then she's still young. So just fucking no one sign her. No one do anything with her. Just let no. her. Just have a. She needs to just have some time out. I think. Yeah, because I heard I heard loads of stories of the bullying, but that's been going on for ages. So when you said she's been sacked and stripped, I was like, Jesus Christ, what's happened here? But no, it's the same. It's same, the same, same I, I've not thing. seen any of the newer stories that came out. I weirdly enough saw it on a a frigging national newspaper. It was a story on there on the wow. mirror. Well, yes, I do occasionally look at the news on the mirror. Don't judge me, everybody. No, oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was like a news story on the mirror, and I was like, Jesus, how's this made it? Who cares? Yeah. It, to this extent, about Tessa Blanchard, but well, that's the thing. Like, you know, obviously, it's a, it's a, it's a change of pace if it's a, if it's a woman's been sacked for something. Yeah, that's so that's true. probably why. Mm. Um, but yeah, good riddance to the people who've been sacked because I mean, I'm Wolfgang, mate, like. The fact that he wasn't the first one, and obviously they're, they're only doing it to people who who can be proven to mm. have done something. So you know, if the guy hasn't done what he's been accused of of the taking pictures of schoolgirls, um, waiting outside of school like a weirdo with his camera, lovely. with his camera. If that's not true, then fair enough. But you know, Jesus Christ, if it is true, I just don't know why you've made that up. Yeah, it, yeah risk, I, I, risk getting sued if it's not true. Yeah, definitely. and there's been nothing I've seen about Wolfgang's lawyers have been in touch. No, not like Trent's. Mm, Trent's yeah. all over it. Tough. It's a tough one. That. Yeah, it's a tough I one. I, I don't think Trent's coming back from that for me. We'll see. 
I mean, I don't know what we'll see, but, but no. we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, we'll see something. I, I don't, honest to God, I know we're talking about something else, and we are going to continue talking about the Fire Fest versus whatever the fuck NXT are putting on. But um, <laughs> they don't fucking know. NXT UK, I think, I, I do think is done. I just don't. I can't envisage it coming back because until you can have those live, it's only a live show, yeah. so you can pack places out and it makes some cash because they'll be paying the wrestlers next to nothing. Yeah, so yeah. that is a money-making thing and a way of dominating the UK scene. Now, you can argue the UK scene's on its arse at the moment because it started... There is, there is no UK the, scene. The speaking out thing started about the UK scene. There's been so many yeah. wrestlers and, you know, progress of sacked all their management team and hired new management... Well, they've all stepped aside. Yeah. We've got a brand new management team. The UK wrestling scene's got some fucking serious rebuilding to do. Yeah. And I don't think it's ever going to be the same as no. the the glory years of you know when progress was riding high and ICW getting and fucking yeah. Triple H's attention, Triple H turning up at fucking, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's just so without that scene, how valuable is NXT UK when it ain't making any money? Exactly. And you've had to sack two people for shame. Yeah. Like it's it stays unnumbered. I just don't think it's coming back. It's such a shame that because there will be more people ready to step up. Yeah, like we've seen with AEW, and you know there is UK talent on AEW that we've never heard of before. That are great, like Kip Saban. You know, I think I think there is uh, there is room to to keep it, but I think for from a PR point of view, which is all WWE care about. Yeah, you know you can't you can't have anybody who has even been remotely mentioned. And I don't think what will make it worse and this is just purely me you know speculating with the NXT UK thing I don't think they'll announce it's over I think they'll just stop doing it they'll stop doing it and then 12 months after nothing's happened it will be like a little mini tiny little snippet of a news story that that no one's bothered about because we haven't seen it for some time or they might do like a United Kingdom tournament in like a year's time to try and restart it I mean, you would hope so. You'd hope they wouldn't just let go. But at this point, I don't fucking care. Like, I'm at. No. I don't really give a shit if WWE have got an NXT brand, uh, UK brand. Sorry, like it's. No. It, I don't. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. So. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't really care what happens to the UK scene. Apart from those poor people, I'd like them to come together and create their own. Yeah. And some new companies begin and hopefully start getting a bit of a following in their local areas mm. and maybe it'll go back to that again where yeah. you have like <laughs> the UK's version the of territories yeah. whereby it's just in different counties and everything there's a wrestling show in a different county and yeah. you can I don't know I don't know what's going to happen but no. I don't think NXT UK is going to continue for much longer no. at all I'll be surprised let's get back to uh, Fight Fest yeah, so so I've watched um, obviously a lot of dark, and uh, watched um, dynamite this week. Um, a lot of it's coming back to me, and I think it's worth mentioning because um, we were fucking pissing ourselves over some Jericho stuff. Oh my god, what a night that was! Oh my god, just absolutely laughing at Jericho. He is, he is the, and I know we've said this before, but he's the he's the funniest guy that's not aware that he's being funny. We're laughing at him purely. Like oh, it's, yeah. I don't know who's laughing with the guy. You know, maybe a bit of a gut. <laughs> Do you know what? At the end of the show, maybe I'll pull up those Goodreads quotes because there were a couple of crackers on there. Oh, yeah. From his books. Yeah, yeah. Oh, from his books, yeah. Oh, yeah. Geez. Oh, my God, yeah. 
that that one that I, that you read out to me is like one of the greatest <laughs> all time Chris Jericho quotes, just because it's so like egotistical. But yeah, so I don't know how it, how, it, how it came. Oh yeah, so the the Rager at Sea sold out. So sorry, I'm going on about that. Um, he had uh, so yeah. So the thing that started it was he because I started following him again on Instagram because he's just too funny not to. Um, he has a picture of like him and his wife dressed up as Tiger Day Knights characters, oh. and like the quote, the tagline was like, "If you don't like, what's the gum? Well, then fuck you." But oh, I can't, right, yeah, I, yeah, I can't, I can't remember, remember what it was. Um, uh, speaker Will Farrell, Eurovision, just watched it. Just watched Eurovision. Just fun, fun, fun film. Um, so yeah, so he pulls up like, oh, Audrey Edwards, the the female referee, is going to be on the show, and he just goes into this like monologue, and you can imagine him saying it into his mic, but it's typed. It's like, oh, how she's like one of the best refs in the industry, and how I picked her, and all this sort of oh, shit. It's like totally like putting him, her from obscurity, yeah, just didn't putting it? himself over like <laughs> time after time. But yeah, so well, that led to FTR. So we listened to the podcast mm-hmm. of. And which is which was less WWE banging than I thought it was gonna be, um. So they're obviously all you know either paid to keep the mouth shut or you know still respectful. But I thought it was really interesting listening to them talk about um, the tag team scene in general, mm. and I, and I, you know it's one of them things that I'm again many things go over my head and I just kind of consume it as it is. But they were saying like you know they got offered big time money to stay. They got pitched these characters that were awful when it leaked, but when they were talking through them, it didn't actually sound that bad. Yeah, the rationale behind the characters sounded like they were responding to what they'd said yes. about the problems they had. So it was like them demonstrating awareness, but it just clumsily, I think. Yes. Yeah. Like not quite getting the point. That's just WWE all over. Yeah. So obviously they got presented with those like clownish characters in like lipstick and wearing a big clock around their neck, and it leaked online these, you know, visuals of them in these three quarter pants and just looking <laughs> like fucking clowns. And everyone was like up in arms, but they explained it, saying that because we'd made it really clear that we wanted to be somewhere where the tag teams were taken seriously. Um. And they weren't really bothered about, you know, their contracts getting renewed because the tag teams weren't being taken seriously on WWE, blah, blah, blah. So the characters were sort of like themselves taking the piss out of the tag team division. Now it's a joke. Yeah. And they're dressed like jokes. So they were going to come out every week and go, well, it's just a joke. Yeah. So you can kind of get it. Yeah. And I don't think, I think the costumes were probably like first drafts and they would have been toned down like shitloads. Um, but I'm gonna take me. I'll take your top off. Thing off. Okay, go for it. Interesting viewing for me. It's just really fucking tight. Now. I've, had a, <laughs> I've had a fucking meal. <laughs> I'll put my t-shirt back on. But... That's all right. You carry on. <laughs> I'll join you. That's why we don't do video podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like undoing your pants, taking your bra off. Why not? Sitting there with your boobs out. Don't know how you you expect me to stay. You know, Sorry, stay. You've seen, you've seen it before. Babe. <laughs> <coughs> right. Okay. But yeah. So <laughs> all present and I'll, correct. I'll pop myself away again. Tops back on. There we go. Yeah. Oh, much comfier. So they were saying about like how 
it's a joke, the tag team division. And mm-hmm. then you just think about it for like two seconds, and it's and it is. Oh yeah. It's a complete fucking joke. There are there are there's there's no there's no thought that's gone into that whatsoever. So then you flip it to AEW, and the whole thing on um, Dynamite this week was uh, FTR against um, uh, SCU. Was it SCU? Yeah, and I've been a really good match, and then Butcher and the Blade come out, who I've been really impressed by, um, steal the steal the van, um, Lucha Bros turn back up, who are great, and that's the Fighter Fest match. So it's Young Bucks come out and make the save. So it's FTR and the Young Bucks against Lucha Bros and Butcher and the Blade, and I just thought, yeah, that had so much time, yeah, and so much effort. Like, like to, to those guys, that probably won't be effort. But like to us, who who only ever see, you know, the big show coming out and saving the two tag teams that are supposed to be going for the title, supposed to be fighting for the title, coming out and saving them from ninjas. You know, as funny as it is and as slapstick as it is, you know, it's not treating it with any sort of respect. It's another big single star who's coming out and saving the tag teams. Yeah. So... You can see where they were coming from. I can absolutely. I remember saying on a ranty podcast ages ago where we were talking about how the women's division is treated like shit. And I remember going off on one saying if the women's division is treated like shit, the tag team division is is just even less regarded. And I remember being really angry about it because I like tag team wrestling. Me too. I don't see why there's a difference between singles wrestling and tag team wrestling. They're all wrestlers who can do a good job. If anything, tag team should be more exciting. It is more exciting. Yeah, so that's why, you know, it's it's mad how WWE, if we look back to when, you know, we first started watching it again in, like, 2012, and when the tag team match was on, it'd be the Usos coming on against whoever. We'd yeah. be like, oh, it's pretty much like a piss-break match, this. Yeah. It's boring. So at no time, there's no effort, and no one gives a shit about who's got the belts. The belts no. are so inconsequential, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. They mean nothing. They There's no champions. No. There wasn't at the time, and there still isn't really in no. WWE. There's no no like tag team like utter champions where when they when they come into the business, you go they'll be the top guys because no such thing as the top guys. They've got to break up yeah. to have a chance of having a singles run to be a top guy. Yeah. It's just it doesn't exist. Yeah, because even weird. even with like the New Day thing, they're like what eight time champions now, and Kofi had his moment, but that'll never come again. Mm. It's just it's so like you know backward. But the show's longer. They've got they've got more TV time. WWE, so it's like I don't fucking get it. But anyway, so so the main point of the show today is like so. Um, AEW's been plugging on for Fighter Fest um, for weeks now, mm-hmm. absolutely weeks. And I watched it one morning before I was on a late. I put it on, and when I finished watching it, I literally said. I wouldn't be to myself, obviously, because I didn't talk to an empty room. Um, I said it'd be hilarious if WWE suddenly came out and said that NXT was doing a takeover over two weeks. And literally, as soon as I said that, like I looked at my phone, and the first article on like the new the Google News fucking feed is WWE announces the Great American Bash over two weeks. Now I understand and I get the whole like why 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 did why are people asked like why are they bothered 
you know, you got you got two lots of mint shows that you're gonna see there. And if you don't watch it, you know, if you don't watch it live, then who, then why does it matter? That's totally true. It doesn't matter. So we're gonna get four, hopefully, quality pay per view standard shows. Where it pisses me off is that WWE are coming across as the fucking desperate, jealous ex girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, so you've you've seen them promoting this for fucking weeks, absolutely weeks, and you know how long an, an idea takes to get through WWE. So they must have planned, because at first I thought, oh, it's just a knee jerk reaction there, and they've just chosen Great American Bash, which is shit, like utter sh- utter shite, and they've just chosen Great American Bash just for something to call it, and it's just going to be two episodes of NXT. Mm-hmm. You know why not do the same quality of matches on just an NXT show? So no, you have to call it something to get people interested. You know, guys, you're losing every week. You know, fucking have a bit of respect. You've got Balor in there. You got you did have Charlotte Flair in there, and it made no fucking difference. You know, none of these things are making any differences to your viewers whatsoever. So. To to me, the the thing that annoys because I'm not even bothered about the whole like it was Dusty Rhodes this thing, like the Great American Bash was like his idea, like that people who are kind of putting the two and two together there, saying that it's a bit of a shot at him, I I can't believe that that would be. I mean, don't get me wrong, WWE have shown themselves to be petty bastards yeah. over the last couple of months. Um, but that that to me goes a bit too far. Like they would choose the Great American Bash. Just to fucking piss Cody off about his dead dad, like you know, it, it so just, it's, mo- it's a bit much. It's too, it? it's too much. I think they just picked it because it's the, you know, it's the, sh- it's well, the shittest one. It's going over yeah. sort of like. So is it start next week? Yeah, so they're both running at the same time. You're so. kind of going along Fourth of July season, so Great American Bash makes sense. Yeah. If you were going to really stretch it, yeah, and give them the time of day that they weren't being. Assholes. Yeah, you could say, okay, well, that's a that kind of works because it's around Independence Day. So. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's probably why they chose it, like without a doubt. But to me, like, it's just, I just think it's it's a back to that famine famine mentality thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, if AEW's got a pay per view on for two weeks, nobody's gonna watch our show, so we've got to do a pay per view as well. Just to claw back fifty thousand people, maybe. And it's like, no, just wait. Why don't you wait two weeks? Mm-hmm. See, see how it goes because you're losing anyway. And I know, you know, there's network pressures because that show, that backstage show, got cancelled. Yeah. As you you told me, um, and it was only getting two hundred thousand viewers. So that ain't, you know, that's not a stone. You know, it's not far enough away, really, from. 600,000, 700,000. Like, you know, if everybody goes to AEW for a couple of weeks, are they just going to cancel NXT? <laughs> yeah. You know? I know, yeah. Well, I mean, I doubt it, but, you know, that's the network, the network pressures that they've got to kind of deal with. But to me, it just seems like so fucking petty. And just, just and, and the reason why they're currently losing, and I, and I said a couple of weeks ago, you're letting me down. Like, last week's episode of NXT was really good. This week's episode of NXT was good. Like, there's there's some really interesting things going on on NXT, but you're presenting it to me like it's the worst show, and it's not the worst show. 
Like an, an NXT show, that's good. I enjoy more what than AEW. Presenting it like it's the worst show. So they're doing a TNA to me. So like when when TNA used to like talk about WWE, mm. and I know they've not talked about AEW, but they, they used to do things that would be like, oh, fucking hell, that was on, that was on WWE like two months ago, and then and then reverse as well. WWE used to take the TNA storylines and change them. The whole like the, the the big one is the Daniel Bryan Eric Young thing. Like TNA did the Eric Young storyline exactly the same as Daniel Bryan. Like when he was the, against the authority in winning the title, and it's like fucking hell, you're doing it concurrently. It's not like okay, we'll save that and we'll bank that for when their shit yeah. finishes, so people will be really interested in this. We've got to do it at the same time, otherwise we look like. You know, it's just. No, it, it's it's for, so it's yeah. pathetic. For for a hundred thousand viewers, because that's what we're talking about. A hundred thousand viewers that will jump from one show to the other. It's just f- pathetic the amount of effort that's going into it. It's like put more effort into your fucking show. Yeah. Give me a better show. Because I've known about Fighter Fest for fucking for about a month now. Well, didn't they do it last year? So it's it's, a, so, it's yeah. an annual thing. I'm sure they did it last. year. I don't know year. if they did it over two nights though. Well, I mean. Doesn't matter. It's I, I just I am because that's the point. It's the fact that it's on the. It's not a pay per view. It's 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 dynamite. Mm-hmm. But they're calling it Fighter Fest. Yeah. And now WWE have gone. Oh, here's NXT's Great American Bash, and it's on the Wednesday, at the at the free slot. So if if, if NXT said like this Sunday it's Great American Bash and it's a pay per view and yeah. it's got all these matches on it, that's fine. But it's the fact that they've come out after the fact and, and gone. We've got this two-week special pay-per-view style event. It's like, hang on. It's, it's exactly the same. You're literally, you're literally just fucking making well, yourselves seem like dweebs. They me. are. And, it, you know, it's the, the imitation's a sincerest form of flattery and all that shit. You know, you would think that WWE didn't feel the need to do it at all but no. they clearly do feel the need to do it you know if it was the other way around like I said you'd, you'd kind of like it'd be a bit annoying because we'd be like oh, just leave just forget about WWE yeah but you kind of understand and go well they're giving it you know they're the underdogs so they want to try and claw a bit of that yeah yeah whereas with WWE like are you really can, have you really still got the energy Vince to do this again to try and take another company out, like to yeah. p- piss on their chips. Can you be asked? How can you be asked? Yeah. It's you've done it. You've done it so many times. You live in a different era now. People can stream stuff on the internet. They can watch both shows mm-hmm. illegally if they want to. Yeah, yeah. Your viewers, you've not got a handle on your fucking viewers. No. You haven't because people who are outside of the US and fuck me. Guess what? Spoiler alert, there's a lot of us. Find different ways, various different ways, and different ways to watch this shit. Absolutely. So, it's so inconsequential. That's the point. It's just silly. And then, but then, like you said, you know, to do such a big public, quite clear copying thing, Mm. because a crowd thing was one thing. Yeah, and I let them off for that, because I was was kind of like, well, you know, they've done it before, This one's blatant, though. Yeah, it's too much. It just shows how, you know, they're watching... I keep saying you know like a lot, I don't know why. Um, It's because you do know. (laughs) Because I know, you know. (laughs) Um, They're watching closely. 
And maybe that's their way of, I know I might be reading a bit too much into it, but maybe that's their like intimidation tactics of showing that they know exactly what your schedule is. Obviously we do because it's public, mm. but when we're, we're not only that, we're watching and we're responding. See, the losing though, that's, that's the thing. You know, it was it was about six eighty to about seven seventy this week. Mm. So NXT in the whole time of the Wednesday night war has won twice. And there's been like nearly a year's worth of shows. And they've won twice. And they've drawn once. And one of the times they won, AEW didn't show a fucking episode. <laughs> so you so you're losing and you're losing quite badly. Yeah. Like because to me I would always assume that stars going back to the show would make a difference, but Sasha and Bailey being on it dropped the viewership dropped. Mm. So it, it proves that nobody cares about who who the people. who the individuals are. So the fact that let's say from a from a WWE level, you know, Roman Reigns being on a show gives them two hundred thousand viewers, right? So they're, so they're raw. Let's say I've not looked at raw figures for ages because I, I don't want to depress myself any further. Um, just like I don't want to watch the show. But <laughs> like I'm joking. But the, yeah, so say they're getting two million, right? And they publicise on that two million show next week. Roman Reigns will start the show. He's got something he wants to say to the crowd. So then at the start of next week's show, it's two point two million, right? I would say. Who the fuck cares? That's 200,000 people. But it shows you just how huge that is. Yeah. Like, And I'm not saying Roman Reigns can do that sort of pulling because we, we, you know, we've, we've looked into it before. But like a Brock Lesnar, we always say, you know, Brock Lesnar. Who gives a fuck about Brock Lesnar now? Like, does Brock Lesnar pull anybody at all? But he obviously does. If he bumps them up another 100k, mm. that's massive to them. Like, if... Somebody turned up on NXT that could get them to a million, so that could get two hundred and fifty thousand uh, extra viewers. So it could get them to a million. That would be massive. Mm-hmm. That would be absolutely huge. And Shawn Michaels has been out on the show talking, and that didn't do anything. Triple H didn't do anything. You know, so so nobody nobody fucking cares. So it just disappoints me because they are still my team. Yeah. It's like it's like you you're supporting your team, and then there's this young team that's up and coming, that's playing really attractive basketball, <laughs> really attractive football, whatever you want to say, and you're like, oh god, I bet their fans are having a great time, you know, and I'm just here watching this dog shit. Well, they got they went on a network, and we knew yeah. that would always be the beginning and the end of NXT. We said it right at the start. Let's hope, hope upon hope, they never go on a network because it will not be the same show again. And it isn't. Lo and behold, it isn't anymore. It's now in a stuck in a dogfight with a completely different wrestling brand. If someone would have said that to us around the time of the glory days when we were going watching them in London, you know, the first takeover London. Yeah. If we if someone had said, oh, in a few years' time, they go on a network and they end up competing with another brand and copying that other brand, we'd be, we'd be like, wow, that's really disappointing. That's sad because <clears throat> it doesn't need to. It's fine the way it is. 
it's it's getting loads of viewers clearly it's getting loads of viewers on the network because look at all the crowds who turn up at the shows and they're all rabid and what yeah, exactly more. yeah nxt is the reason why there's an nxt uk why they could create an entire other brand is because of nxt I know you could create NXT because of those big brands, but Christ, that was a small brand. It, it ran out of one place, you know, before everything's now in the one place. Yep. And then went on tour and did absolute gangbusters with talent that you've never fucking heard of. And yep. it's it. everybody wanted it, like, badly. We wanted to see it, wanted to see more Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. We went to the Echo Arena in Liverpool to watch an NXT house show and you all know what we feel about house shows and that fucker was packed it was and and that was the day when like the main event was like Samoa Joe and Austin Aries against Balor and Nakamura it was amazing right you know just think know, about that for a second it was so good you know it was so good and that's and that's why because not only was it great but it was creating the buzz and I think mm. that's the thing like you've got to be kind of creating the buzz so like Mike Tyson being on AEW with Jericho pushed him to nine hundred thousand that's huge I don't think it is but it actually is it's like if they go up, their viewing figures go up like twenty percent mm-hmm. you know that's a massive success and you know Jericho is going to be shouting that from you know like oh my segment with Tyson got an extra you know. Anyway, but I've managed to get uh, a card for Fighter Fest. Oh, okay. And looking at it, it's a very, very good card. Yeah. Like I, I, I. Well, so it's over two nights. So night one. So they've re- they released night one and night two. Even though one of the matches on night two isn't complete. Um. So night one is MJF and Wardlow, his big strong boy, against Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Okay. That was a lumberjack match from this week. Which was fun. Yeah. Really good. Uh, Private Party and Matt Hardy against Santina and Ortiz, who are hilarious. Um, Sheeda, the women's champion against Penelope Ford, which I thought was good, but the whole evil staring from Sheeda went on for far too long. Uh, Cody against Jake Hager for the TNT Championship. Uh, Hangman Page and Kenny Omega against the best friends. And that's night one. Okay. So all those things have had moments to push it. Yes. Even when I've been criticising them for the women's title. Yeah. It did. Ha- it did have something this week. Okay. Which was she either squashing somebody and then jumping over the barricade and beating her up. So and Penelope Ford's been on it every week and she's on dark every week yeah. as well. So you couldn't push that girl any more than you are doing. No, that's unless true. unless there's a like a random YouTube show she can turn up on as well. <laughs> That isn't dark. Um, so that's night one. Night two, you got Moxley against Brian Cage for the title. Brian Cage is really impressing me. Seems super safe. You know, he did a he did a move this week where he power where he literally crucifix power bombed somebody over the ropes, and they landed perfectly. Mm. And it looks great. You know they're safe. You know if like Lesnar's doing that, he's fucking dropping somebody on their head just for a laugh. Anyway, twat. Uh, Jericho against Orange Cassidy. Amazing. Nice. FTR and the Young Bucks against the Butcher and the Blade and Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. the Lucha Bros. Amazing. Lance Archer with Jake Roberts against Joey Janela. Amazing. <laughs> SCU versus the Dark Order. Could not give two shits. Nyla Rose is in action. <laughs> that's, that's 92. Nyla Rose has got a match, but we don't know who she's Nyla in. Nyla Rose is in action. She's in action. I think that's the, the you know, 
even though they're giving the whole Dark Order, Brody Lee, Colt Cabana thing a lot of, a lot of airtime, mm-hmm. I couldn't give two shits about either one of them. SCU or the Dark Order. Get some pants for Brody Lee that fits him. Still the same old, same old quote. That's all you're after, isn't it? Until That's he gets all pants I'm after. to fit him, you're not going to be hey, asked, are he you? Lo- he looks good in the suit. He looks good in the suit. I, that's... Keep the suit on. Yeah. Wrestle in the suit. It looks more comfortable than the, than the 60s flares he's wearing. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. But just all those matches um, are... Like they've 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 really put a lot of work into every angle, so you yes. so you care about it to some degree for everything everything that's you know kind of going on. Uh, right, see if we can get a great American bash one, because I don't Jesus. have a clue. I don't even think they know yet, babe. <laughs> yeah, no. I I would be surprised. So they said, um, uh, Cody isn't. There's a news story saying Cody isn't holding much of a grudge over NXT's Great American Bash. Well, they own it, so there's nothing they can they can do about it. Uh, so three matchups. So so let's 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 say this starts next week. So the go home show has happened, okay, right? Yeah. And we have got three matches. I wonder if the wrestlers knew that. <laughs> I don't think they did. No, <laughs> no, I don't think they did either. Right, so three matchups have already been set for next week, as well. Is this a WWE thing? It's been written awfully. Yes, I'm on WWE.com. Great. Um, including NXT's first ever strap match. I watched this show. Did they fucking say a strap match? I might have had it on mute because I was working. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. See, now this is cool. And try and guess who the strap match is between with the way things have been going. So is that where they're strapped together? Yeah, so one of them can't run away. Oh, oh my God. It's Roderick Strong, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Strong and Loomis. That's fucking That's hilarious. going to be amazing. That's been great. I've been enjoying that, I've got to say. Yeah, he, he Dexter Loomis <laughs> is is really good. Yeah, very He's good. He's really good. I'm really enjoying that stick. So that's what happens if you let somebody go, I think. I think we've got, as we always say with NXT, and it has always been the, the case, and it, it will be, You've got two very different classes of performer in there. You've got yes. the bottom to the top. Yeah. And nothing in between. So you've got some people who you're like, they need another few years to just sort themselves out. And then you've got people like him who are just great. And this yeah. disparity is madness. Because then when yeah. your next match is something where you where it's someone who's not, you're like, fuck, I mean, not that anyone's going after him. I think he seems to be closing the show most yeah, times. Yeah, definitely. I just, oh, that's funny. I, I'm just really, I'm really enjoying everything about it. Like the his entrance music is great. Mm-hmm. Like the whole sort of Stranger Things vibe from the from the music. Yeah. You know the whole he just appears and disappears again and yeah because 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 originally because I think yeah I did have it on mute so it might be worth watching it again just to to get the feeling of that. See how much they mention the Great American Bash if at all. Well, I didn't see anything, but then looking at the YouTube videos, there's like a 20-second clip. Right. So if, I've, if I'm if i working and me, me eyes are looking elsewhere, I'm going to miss that. Um, but that's still too late. Saying it this Wednesday is still far too late. They should have said it three, four weeks ago. Okay. yeah. Um, so they're not off the hook with that because I think it's pathetic. Anyway. Yeah, so first ever NXT strap match between Dexter Loomis and Roderick Strong. Additionally, there's a Mia Yim, Tegan Knox, Candice LeRae and Dakota Kai fatal four-way match to determine the number one contender okay. for the Women's Championship. 
and Rhea Ripley will face Aaliyah and Robert Stone in a, okay. hand, in a handicap match. If she loses, she has to join Robert Stone's brand. She's not going to lose. Of course she's not going to fucking so lose. Of course she's not going to lose. But that's it. So so when, when, we're, when we're thinking about the... Oh yeah, so as part of the... So there's one match announced for July 8th, which is the week after, and that's Cole against Lee for all the belts. All the gold. All the belts, okay. So the things that they've announced there... Apart from the women's number one contender match, because I feel like I've seen them four wrestling each mm-hmm. other for the last ten years, um, have they've done some decent story stuff with. So the Aaliyah Robert Stone thing of him being pissed was hilarious, yeah. and then the Rhea Ripley thing, she dumps him in a bin, brilliant, getting the bin, um, and the whole Cole Keith Lee, they've put a lot of effort into that, and um, you know you've got. Winner takes all, and that's a big time match between Cole and Keith Lee because that can go either way. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. However, that's about forty minutes of four hours. Yeah. Over two nights, so they've put no fucking effort into it whatsoever. So you're going to be going to sleep. Like the fact that Aaliyah's got a match. I mean, you know, I feel I almost feel like I'm. I'm ragging on myself now for giving her so much shit, but she's so crap. Yeah. And like her entrance looks so awkward. And she's how many years has she been there? It's years. years. And she still looks awkward as fuck. Um, but you know, fair play to her. She's got a match against Rhea Ripley in a in a pay per view in inverted commas. But yeah, it's just the the level of effort. Like you're letting me down, guys. You you, you just said Great American Bash over two weeks. And here's three matches that we're going to be doing. I know it's not. It's, it's thrown together. It's it's hasty. It's far too hasty. Where are you off to? I'm turning the oven off. Oh, is it's it doing that thing again? Noise. Our oven keeps buzzing. It's weird. Fourteen oh eight. Fourteen oh eight. So we've our time is set at a really weird time because we turn the power on and off once. But we don't know how to reset the clock, so it shows a random time. But at eighteen oh eight. And fourteen oh eight now. Yep. Fourteen oh eight is my Stephen King thing, so he's not actually done it at that. It's is it not? He's done it at sixteen oh eight. We're getting close then. Yeah. Soon it is. Soon as it is fourteen oh eight, we're getting the fuck out of it. I don't know what we've done. I don't know what I've pressed, but it kind of—it's not a buzzer. It's like a hum that it starts to do. Hum here. Hum here, and it—it it doesn't stop, and the time doesn't change. And at 12 no. o'clock as well. Yeah, yeah. The time it's doesn't like, change. It's, it's like it resets weird. to 12 and then it kind of goes... Oh, it's so fucking yeah. strange. I think it's on its way out, to be fair. I'm not buying another one, though. I'll just microwave everything. Fucking damn right. I'll use the George Foreman. Get that lamb leg in the microwave, it'll be fine. Yeah, well, Five hours. I'll just get a fucking fire out in the car park. Yeah, you can, yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm not buying an oven. Who buys an oven? Re- buys a an bit oven? adults. Adults, adult. adults buy buy ovens. Buying an oven, how boring is that? That's going to be expensive as well, isn't it? An oven, yeah, yeah, yeah. nearly said an onion. Then no, they don't, they definitely don't get bought. No, I'm joking. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm I'm I know I've, I've I can see both sides of because I've seen the the odd thing on Twitter with people kind of whinging at WWE, whinging at AEW for some reason, and then whinging about the whole situation. Um, basically saying like why does anybody care it's like you know 
when 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 somebody's making because the, they're making so many mistakes at the moment. So the whole COVID thing is fucking crazy. Oh, it's a nightmare. You know, like a lot of them them dropping left, right, and center at the moment, and it's because they they rushed it back and they had all those people in the crowd again, and they didn't just keep it as a closed set like AEW do, closed set with just the workers. They invited all the workers' mates. That's what they said. When like not when private party, how funny is that? When the street profits are like dancing in the crowd, we've all seen the gif. You know, mm. there's like old old dudes there in like WWE tops from like six months ago. Idiots, just absolute fucking yeah. couldn't help themselves. No, literally had the ta- like the NXT talent for like two weeks and then got fed up of that and like we need more. Invite yeah. all your friends and family who want to come down. Yeah. Bullshit. You just you you're absolute fuckers. And now you've got like apparently. If you're listening to, I don't know which rag sheet, but one of them, the PW Insider, was like they said that their source has told them that it's about it's it's more than two dozen people have been tested positive for COVID. Right. And you obviously Renee Young came out and said she had it. Someone else has a producer has Jamie Noble. Um, Kyla, the presenter lady, has got it. Right. She's had it fucking twice. Um. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's crazy. They're just not protecting people. Well, we knew they weren't. They couldn't. Like, the whole... The thing is, is that it's the... We we said it back at the time, but now it really hammers home because we have to address the fact that there was quite a lot of people who thought that the COVID thing had been blown out of proportion. Yeah. And it wasn't... Me included. It wasn't yeah. really that big a deal. You're like, I don't know anyone who's got it. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You know, by all accounts, America's a bigger country. So I can imagine that that vibe is more prevalent there of like, why the fuck are we in lockdown? This is a big fucking country. We all we live miles anybody, away from yeah, each we other. Don't see anybody unless anyway. you're in a yeah. city. So it's like, I don't really get... It's that it's the invisible nemesis. If you can't see it and you don't know anyone who's got it, it ends up becoming like this thing churning around your mind going, is this fucking real? Yeah, how, yeah. how dangerous is it? I've been touching fucking high-touch areas my whole life. I've yeah. never had to wear a face mask now being told to. Fuck you. And, yeah. and there's a lot of that in the UK at the moment. Yeah, yeah. People saying, oh, I don't want to wear a face mask. I feel like hop, skip and a jump away from indoctrination and they're trying to... Yeah, there's what? a lot of people who think it's like like that, that we're being brainwashed into wearing face masks and it's a control mechanism. For what? So you so nobody can see your shit beard? I just don't know, babe. But what? What? Honestly, right? I tell what you the, what, what I need, the fuck? I need to share my mask story from today though. So I went out today. Oh yeah, yeah. And I went to we the. No spray. I went to a totally wicked vape shop. Totally oh, wicked. Totally wicked. A shout out in uh, Eccles. It's the first time I've been to one in ages because obviously been ordering online, and it's a really small shop. And I'd bought these shit masks off Amazon. These face masks that are literally just pieces of fucking foam, and it was roasting today. Oh god, it was so hot. God, it's that sniff was. Oh, sorry. Obscene. It wasn't obscene on the thing. It just was obscene in my ears. But a bit of a nose spray. Clear the airways. But um, I I walked down there with no mask on. Before I went in the shop, I was like, right, I'm gonna put my mask on. Put the fuck this piece of foam that you can't even breathe through. 
and I just started to sweat. The sweat was rolling. This guy must have just thought I was going to rob the place. So I walked in <laughs> in a mask and the sweat was rolling. I could see myself in the reflection of the glass cabinets that show the vapes and I could see it rolling down my head. And I'm oh, trying to babe. like covertly like mop it up with the backs of my hands while I'm yeah. having a serious conversation about the broken vape. It was awful. But the thing is is that, back to my point, I just wanted yep. to share my anecdotes, not a lot, I don't do a lot these days, so when I do go to do something <laughs> like that, it's very exciting for me. Um, so there was a lot of doubt, and there was a lot of that shit, and you yeah. can imagine someone like Vince McMahon, untouchable, yep. and he is untouchable, because he gets off his private jet, he goes to his office, excuse me, as we know, and then he gets back on his jet, and he goes home. He is untouchable. And you can understand the arrogance of we need to put on a live live show every week. Yeah. So let's petition the fucking Florida governor with twenty million dollars. Twenty yeah. million dollars in his pocket. Done. We saw a UFC out as well, so I'm sure like Dana put a bit of money in his pocket as well. I'm sure they did. Yeah. Florida governor, of course you can do what you like. Oh, we're putting measures in place. We're 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 testing everybody all the time. Well, you well, know, NBA is doing it in Florida. Well, of course. And a lot of the players are sitting out. I would sit out. But not because of COVID. It's a Black Lives Matter thing as well. Well, f- well yeah. yeah. Fuck it. I would. I'd, fuck them. I, I just... I, I think... Because Kevin Owens obviously has gone back now. Yes. He's gone back home and he's like, absolutely not coming back yeah. until this is safe. And the thing is, the longer they do this shit, the longer they're going to miss out on Reigns and Owens. Because Roman Reigns, you said the other day, oh, they keep, they're showing a little bit more of Roman Reigns at the moment. Is he preparing mm. a comeback? Not now. Not now, he's not. Not fucking now. He can't come back the, now. The Miz coughed and he ran. But, they, but, but he, rightly so. Exactly. Yeah. He can't now. Still two little babies. You They've know. only just... So Renee Young's only just been kind of thingy with it. You know, he's just been diagnosed with it. And all these people have... He's now got to wait for like potentially another twelve weeks until that shit's out of there again. Yeah. So they are, they're just completely screwing themselves, and it's because they didn't. I firmly believe that Vince believed that this virus weren't a thing, or that it just wasn't enough of a big deal. Yeah. And I still bet he thinks it. I still bet he thinks it. With even Renee Young and stuff. Well, even even like, like 24, 24 plus getting diagnosed. I think so. I think I think the only time he'd realise it was serious is if somebody fucking died. And then he'd go... Well, that was my next point. If someone dies, they're fucked. They're fucked. Absolutely screwed. Because they got so much backlash... Excuse the pun. For putting the shows on. Yeah. That if someone dies... I honestly don't know. I just don't know what the fuck we're going to do. So they better hope everyone stays reasonably healthy and that they're not in any sort of... You would think they wouldn't be there if they're in a vulnerable position. And if they were vulnerable and they still went, that's how he'll spin it. Yes, absolutely. If he can get himself out... Everybody knew the risks. Of Owen Hart's thing with Owen Hart's wife, he can get himself out of anything. Yeah. And his fucking talent getting raped abroad... He can get out of anything, that man. Because he's got the lawyers and the money and the power. Sadly. Absolutely. So, I just I just wish that it didn't have to be that people have got a fucking virus. That it's a global pandemic. Of course, people are going to get it. They've, and they've had to get it. I'm surprised it. it's not happened sooner. I'm surprised. I wonder what the difference is between... Well, the, the crowd is one of them. Mm-hmm. But the main difference is backstage between 
WrestleMania and now. Because the UFC's been getting a lot of shit for putting fights on. They've had one person test positive, and that was Jacare, and he got himself out of there really quick. And I've seen like the videos, and I know like Dana is just as bad at the whole Trump propagandery. He'll talk about what he wants to. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen that a lot recently. So he's obviously being mentored by somebody, um, where he'll say, you know, if you do, if you disagree with him, he'll tell you shut the fuck up. If you agree with him, you're his best mate. Yeah. It's great. This is great. This is all amazing. Like, you know, that's Dana White's new favorite word. Great. So we know who's in his ear. Um, and he's got every right to have him in his ear because he did support him all the time. So, and I've said that. We're many, talking Trump here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've said that many times. You know, Trump has been a really massive part of UFC. He let him use the Trump, you know, the, the arenas and mm-hmm. when nobody else would. So he's every right to go to bat for his mate because everyone's got that mate that's a fucking prick. But you won't let anybody else call him a prick. I think it's more you know? than that, though. I think it's so. I think it's the fact that Trump was bent over backwards for a lot of people, and you know whether or not he's he's a fan of the fight game and yeah, everything. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know the whole like selling your soul to the devil. You don't always know who the devil is when you sell your soul to him. Yeah. And Dana White and potentially Vince McMahon sold their souls to someone who was just their business mate who was a bit of a prick who now is the president so it's it's a bit different that yeah, where maybe. you are forever indebted yes. to someone who you may not align with completely anymore who is letting your country down yeah. but you owe them massive yeah you owe them big time and that's I can't even imagine if you are, and I'm pretty sure that Vince McMahon and Dana White are fully aligned with everything that Trump believes in. I'm sure they are, but you know, if you're not, and Trump's done you a favor back in the day, yeah, and now you're like shit. I feel like my favor to him is to either not speak out about certain issues or to directly support him publicly. That's what he wants me to do because yeah, I've got a platform. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's hard that. It is. It is hard. It's not like Trump became the president and started like buying off people. That's no. a different story. Then you could lose all respect. But they owe him. They owe him big time. Particularly UFC owes him yeah, big time. Yeah, Dana, Dana does, and the Fatitas do. Because that's so. You know, if it weren't for him, they wouldn't have been going. Yeah, that's so, tough. That it's tough to then sort of turn your back and say he's a prick. Yeah, because he, he can. Yeah, because but... he, he, you know, they sold the company for four billion. Mm. And they wouldn't have been a company if it wasn't for him. It was literally that close. Like nowhere would have him. Nowhere would have the shows. And it's tough Trump to did be it. indebted to that man. Imagine. It is a bit. It is imagine, a bit. but yeah, I, th- I think that there's a, I think there was a massive ignorance, and there was a massive we're bigger than a global pandemic. Yeah. You know, everyone kicked off when John Lennon said he was bigger than Jesus Christ. But I mean, and Jesus wasn't even real. Vince McMahon has literally. <laughs> Just poking, poking the bear. Poking the bear. Vince McMahon literally thought he was bigger than a global pandemic. And yeah. It's now, now proved, you know, if he, if he has lost twenty four plus people from his staff to that virus, that fucking hope that they all get through it and they're fine and they don't need fucking lung transplants in the future and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Which is what's coming out now of people who've suffered from COVID, who've suffered bad. Not the people who've just, you know, kind of been at home and got over it themselves, but the people who've had to go to hospital. The lasting damage on your body. You know, that, and that's all because 
he kept the company open that these people have got it so but but, that, but that's the thing though the keep keeping the company open is fair enough to me mm. but you put you've got to put those things in place if you you know if you, I've seen the UFC shit that they do and the weigh-ins it's all one in one out one goes this way then your whole team stays away from that you know there's no and whether or not it's a it's a symbolic thing but the weigh-ins the, the mm. ceremonial weigh-ins have got masks on I will counter this though yeah. not counter that's the wrong thing but I will just throw this in what we've been talking about yeah. for the last couple of weeks when I read that Nikki and Brie Bella book about the backstage traditions yes got to go up and you've got to shake everybody's hand yeah and it's set in stone it's the way it is and you think hmm i wonder when there's no cameras on and we're not it's it's backstage and that's the tradition and you've got to stand there and wait when fucking undertaker's visiting and yeah. all that shit or anybody shows their face and rick flair shows his face are they not hugging or shaking each other's hand yeah. and all that shit are they elbow bumping i'm not sure no i'm not either i'm not sure and i'm speculating again but there's a lot of it's diff. The thing is, WWE's has different beast. It's a odd little beast, isn't it? Yeah. And there's a reason why filming movies and theaters are still you can't do them. And the whole thing with theaters not being able to open is because when you shout, a load more shit comes out of your mouth. Because mm-hmm. they say, you know, that's why pubs aren't allowed. And we were laughing at this the other day. But think about it. Pubs yeah. can't show live football games. Because if people start shouting, the aerosol, they call it, that comes out of your gob is so much worse than if you're just talking at a normal mm-hmm. volume. Yeah. Well, so we, now, we've always laughed at musicals in the past when we've seen them spitting everywhere. Spitting yeah. everywhere. And so so if you think about, like, obviously it's a scientific thing. They're, they're, they're guided by science mm-hmm. with this. So if scientists are saying, we can't have theatres open because you've got actors shouting and you've got people clapping and whooping and cheering and then you've got gyms where it's cardiovascular and the output is crazy into the air then you've got wwe where the shouting in the ring oh and then we're going to just bring a crowd in as well but everybody's clapping and shouting and then we're going to bring extra people in and they're going to make loads of noise yeah and it doesn't matter That's if there's plexiglass there you're in a fucking room that yeah. fan going round is going round slower than than, than I've, any fan I've ever seen that's doing shit yeah. it's not circulating any fucking air and the air it's circulating is full of shit anyway clearly yeah absolutely that's the mistake is that was the introducing the extra people in the crowd and why is AEW fine? they're outdoors yeah they are outdoors they're outdoors and it's the same group of people in the same spots every single time Yep. They're socially distant from each other. You're outside. There's a huge difference with being outside. Because you're talking what maybe... Maybe they've got a dozen, <clears throat> two dozen people round the ring. Yeah, and then and then in the seats at the back, oh. they've got 10,000 steps. Well done. Just from waving my arms around <laughs> that. But then the seats at the back, they've got people in there, but they're like, you know, and believe it if you if you want to, but there's about there's probably about a hundred people sat in those seats, but they're kind of socially distanced. Right. Sat sat in the seats, and you saw them a bit more with the whole Jericho Orange Cassidy thing on AW this week. Um, I guess Orange Cassidy just every time I see him in an altercation with Jericho, he's covered in blood, yes. like he's fucked from his ear, like. Oh. Um, but that was a cool little thing back and forth so that, that should be I'm really looking forward to that but yeah so so those people apparently are like the staff right. so, that, so they're the people that work in that stadium every day for the Jaguars 
for whatever the fuck it is Tony Khan's doing. Fulham Football Club stuff is based there as well. Like a very small office, but the base there um, to deal with like international um, kind of marketing and that mm-hmm. kind of thing uh, for Fulham Championship team. Um, and, you know, th- so those people are in the bubble. WWE invited people outside of the bubble into their their living space. Yeah. And that's that's the issue. That's that's the issue because from WrestleMania to two weeks ago there was one case and that was right at the end where mm-hmm. it was that guy, that NXT talent who had it. Yeah. And then he fucked off and then there was a few days where there was nothing. Then they did the shows where they had tons of people there and they're fucked now. Yeah. They need to really hope that everyone stays okay. Yeah, they, they do. They and they don't really get do. more people testing positive. Oh, God. I mean, that's that's the issue. Like, what if a, a, such a considerable amount of people test positive that they can't put the show on? Well, but I think that, that it would be karma. Well, yeah, absolutely. It's just, it's just it, They just have to not put the fucking show on. It's as simple as that. They can't. They can't do it. They're not doing it as smart either because they're not filming things like really far in advance. No. It's all like a week or two in advance. Well, weren't they live at one point? I don't know. I don't know if I believe that live thing. Yeah. Maybe the first week. But you can tell AEW's kind of like filming bits, like like in, like a month. Like they'll film a month's worth of stuff. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if things are pre-recorded. But then there was the the change with the Matt Hardy, Sammy Guevara thing. Mm. So maybe it's not that far in advance. Or maybe they just said to those guys, we need to film a, a Matt Hardy match. Can you can you come down? Well, I suppose as well, the fact that Moxley wasn't on and she's only just been diagnosed and that was this week. Yeah, so yeah. So maybe they're not all filmed no. back, you know, like in like months in advance or yeah. a month's work. Yeah, so the fact that the Lucha Brothers turned up on it as well means that they're starting to include the the wrestlers from outside of the US yeah. or outside of their kind of um, living situation. But, but that's the issue. When you start introducing people who've not been on the show for ages yeah, and you start introducing like crowd members that aren't a part of the normal bubble... Is you're gonna get minged. Water's gross, yeah, it's full shit. It's when it gets hot, isn't it? Well, it's because there's uh, no water pressure because the water demand is greater than the supply. Alright, United Utilities. Sorry. The golf course takes all the water. Anyway. But yeah, it's, it's, it's such a weird time. Because, like, who know, Like, literally, who knows what the fuck's gonna happen? Like, who knows? Like, cause it, cause it is Ambrose out of the Brian Cage match now. That's the. I I think you'd have to say yeah. Yeah. Because apparently he's so not. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's not tested positive, but I think you can probably imagine that he is. And you, I think you think was, he would go home and look well, after Renee. I think, Rene, I think that's you, the you thing know. that he's that that I read that he said of like, well, I can't I'm not isolating away from her. So. No, exactly. So. Yeah. He's got to just go and. Yeah. And the thing is, it takes seven days for the, you know, for you to test positive after coming into contact with it. So you can have it. Mm, yeah. And you don't test positive. So he, even though he's not yet, you probably will. It's grim. Let me hope like that doesn't run right through AEW then. 
Yeah, exactly. I know. I know it could be a fucking absolute disaster. Yeah. It could be a disaster. This could be <laughs> King Kills Off Wrestling. And then we really are doing RTM drinks wine and chat R- shit. RTM Tesco. Well, we are ch- drinking wine and chatting shit, I suppose. Yeah. That's what we always do. Yeah. But just no, no wrestling. Cause it's got no. Nice. The glory days. God, if you think I talk a lot about going to WrestleMania now, just wait until if rest- wait until wrestling, no wrestling dies. Yeah. And I'm talking about that, that fucker. That's the only thing we'll be able to do the podcast on. <laughs> That's very true, just the reliving them. Them glory, them glory days. days. Pass me by. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love a bit of Springsteen, mate. Anyway. Pass me by. So to, to change sort of speed a little bit, yeah. I am really looking forward to these next two weeks of wrestling, though. Yeah. Because hopefully they will pull something out of their ass for Great American Bash. Um... Isn't it weird how, like, Karrion Cross isn't going for the belt, even though they were doing that whole thing with Cole, saying his times. Oh, yeah. And now it's just like... Maybe he's got COVID and all. <laughs> well, no, because he's, he's been on the show. Squash, squashing dudes. Can't even remember who he was against. No, I, I, yeah, I mean... It was it's a all moment, a shit wasn't it? Show, yeah. It was a moment. Because remember when uh, Maria and Mike Kanellis came back... No, <laughs> because that was fucking awful. But it was, you know... They, Love or something like that. But they got so like... much time, and then it just dissipated oh, yeah. into nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the main roster. So, I yeah. mean... I Well, if Adam Cole was carrying cross size, he'd be universal champion now. Exactly. And remember the pomp and circumstance and excitement around Shinsuke, as we've always said. Look at Shinsuke now. People making the debut no longer. They just worry me now. I know. I don't yeah. want them to be good because I'm like, you're just going to get treated like shit anyway. You're, yeah. you're going to amount to fuck all in this company. Yeah. You're just going to be a comedy character. And it if, says if a lot. If you've not got the comedy chops, you might as well give up. Absolutely. If you can't talk, you're fucked. Yeah. But, um, you know, listening to that FTR thing on Jericho when it was like Bret Hart reached out and said, I'm so proud of you guys. And a few other people they said who they didn't name. So proud of you for sticking to your guns. It just shows, yeah, yeah. doesn't it, that there's very few people who stand up for themselves and go. We're better than this. And walking away from the money as well. That's the thing because in that same situation, you know, because they said about like you know there was rumours going around that they were both offered like seven fifty a year contracts, and it was more than that. Yeah. So if they if they got offered like a million, let's say it's a million dollars. Yeah. Each of them, and that's you know, they get more stuff because they were saying about that loop that they were doing where you earn a load of, a lot of money in a short space of time with that sort of Christmassy loop because you're doing so many shows. Oh yeah. You know, say that is say 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 that's all you get. So it's including merchandise, it's including everything. A million dollars in a year. That's gotta be so hard to turn down. In the biggest company. So yeah. anything you do, you're gonna get paid less and people will always talk to you about WWE and always think of you as oh you used to be in WWE not people who are really into wrestling but those kind of like periphery journalisty type people will always see you as taking a step down and you're a bit irrelevant now and yeah they, they were called the revival but what are you called now boys yeah it's like cash that, dash that sort of shit Thrash. There, there is, no there is a snobby thing though and mm. i used to have it too before i started you know broadening my horizons if somebody left and went to anywhere else i'd think mm, well shit, see man. ya never yeah. gonna see you again am i 
and obviously that's not true but that was the attitude I had back in the day but I don't think that there was a legitimate place to go to because Impact burnt so many bridges for me Mm. when they were still TNA that if somebody turned up in Impact I'd be like well you're the shit one because yeah. that Donna Peruzzo's turned up in Impact. Mm-hmm. And I, can you remember in her in a match on NXT? No, but she was she didn't get any opportunities in NXT. No, she didn't. But why didn't she get any opportunities? I don't think it was anything to do with her wrestling ability. No. Mm-mm. No. Was I, it because she was a dick or? No, I don't. I think that she just got brushed under the carpet and just got pushed to the side and just got fed up. She could have stayed. She could have probably stayed. And one day, one day, she might so, go back. Yeah, but, I, yeah. but she has to leave. She has to leave fucking like a year before she got let go. So yeah. she was actually had enough. She wanted to wrestle, and yeah. she, everyone they were all laughing. They used to all laugh together because she was always putting people over. Yeah, always getting pinned, never got a win. So it's like yeah. it's only so long if you're young, which she looks young. Where yeah. you're going? fucking hell like I can actually go and wrestle somewhere which is probably what I used to do yeah because I think she was a wrestler I don't think she just came up through the performance centre as a model or something no. those people are lifers if you can yeah. get an ex-football star or an ex-dancer or an ex-fucking model or the offspring of a WWE star you got them forever but the indie stars will want to actually work and do something because they've, they've hustled their whole career yeah. and done proper wrestling and if you then suddenly tell them that they're in a squash match every fucking night yeah it's boring definitely it's, boring. it's definitely boring but them turning up on Impact I don't care I couldn't care less no I don't give a shit I'm never going to watch Impact no I just it's just not which is me. which is really it's one of them where it's like you know Brian Cage has come from Impact I know, Dexter Loomis has come from Impact that cowboy guy who to look at is awful, and I don't mean and I don't mean in like an aesthetic way, but just like the yeah, the just but the the gimmick is piss poor, but him as a performer, it's funny though, is very good. Yeah. He's got a lot of comedy chops. Yeah. He's a good wrestler as yeah. well. You're not putting him in there with Finn Balor and doing the whole Damien Priest angle with somebody who can't go. Mm. I can't even remember his name. I can't remember his name. Desperate Dan. You would be better at that than me. Names, to, I just can't. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. But yeah, but but he has impressed me. Like yeah, the first time I saw funny. him, I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Like I do every, you know, all the time with AEW. Like the whole, the fact that Jurassic Express is, is over <laughs> for me has gotten over. It's a terrible shtick, isn't it? It's awful. But the young guy, the like, well, not I don't even think he's a young guy, but the the st- stunt dude who's like tiny is fucking hilarious and definitely got something wrong with him but you know he had a great one-on-one match on dark which was like ridiculous um and obviously jungle boy they did really well with the whole tnt championship thing and luchasaurus you know a massive dude who does a backflip brilliant but i'm not i'm never i'm never gonna buy a jurassic express t-shirt is what i'm saying right do you know why Impact does not appeal to me at all. Why? I feel like it's always been a hop, skip, and a jump away from going into administration and going bust. It just always feels like it's teetering on the edge of closing down completely. Yeah. So then when I hear they sign people, I'm like, really? I, I can't. Yeah. I, I, 
there's I don't know what it is. No other company gives me that vibe apart from them. Literally them. Yeah, Not yeah. even fucking progress, which yeah. is so much smaller, give me that vibe. Mm-hmm. But there's something about them where I think it's it's gonna be days. It's and because done. it's changed hands so many times. Yeah, it's, to the point yeah. where I had to look to see if it was still called Impact. Yeah. Because it was TNA, TNA Impact, Anthem. Impact Anthem or something it's had so many names and I don't even know if it has or not but it feels like it's had about 50 names it just feels like it's always over for them like they're always clawing and and I could be wrong but it's the perception I have and I think it is that whole changing when we got back into wrestling and it was TNA Mm -hmm. it was so it wasn't even the underdog no. It was nowhere near. So ROH was ROH. Yes. I didn't see anything televised of them, whereas I had seen the odd thing of pay per views. Yeah. TNA. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. But it's like I knew they were bigger, and obviously New Japan's a fucking beast. Yeah. Like it. it there's. I don't know. Like that's the thing. I've got no confidence in it sticking around, and it just seems like the all the talent. And yeah, it's been like that for years. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, Since yeah. 2012, I remember thinking that. Yeah. Like these guys are surely they're done and then i remember seeing like one time like one of the one of their weeks audience figures was so bad it was like a hundred thousand it was just terrible it's terrible yeah they're still they're still bad because like i tried to look for impact wrestling viewing figures and i couldn't find any and i know it doesn't all come to that but now we're in a in a position where there's no live shows are they making any money like i just how are they paying people where's the money coming from I don't know. I imagine it's be like one of those things like Jamie's Italian where all the staff turn up for work one morning and the doors are locked yeah. and you just get told to go home. That shit. And I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. So I see you tomorrow, guys. Knowing full well tomorrow will never come. Yeah, absolutely. Are you looking for the viewing figures? I am, yeah. I'm trying to see what... Because there's literally nothing recently. There's an article for the apparently they debuted on a, a, a network called Pearls P- uh, P- Pursuit. That was it, and this is in February 2019. Um, Impact Wrestling's debut on P- the Pursuit channel drew, and wait for this because this is particularly uh, bad. And this is February 2019, so obviously things have changed. Twelve thousand. 250 okay 12,000 it pulled 12,000 now the channel isn't available in a lot of homes um, and you might have the channel if you don't realise it however you would think that they would have better than that Um, but that's February 2012 so there's no no, like recent news story about their ratings and that kind of shit Um, it's just all It's all crap. All absolutely crap. Okay, is that oh no, that's two that's two thousand twelve. Crikey. Yeah, so they're on they're on um Twitch apparently. Now a, a TV channel called A AX AXS TV. And when they were on Pop so when they were on Spike back in like two thousand twelve they were getting a million. Yeah. Um and then they went to a thing called Destination America, where they averaged 390,000 in 2015, then changed to Pop, where they averaged 330,000, 
and then the Pursuit Channel, which doesn't have an average, and then this AXC, which doesn't have an average. Jesus fucking Christ. See what I mean? How can they pay all these people? They can't be making any money. Like, mm. fit, like seriously, how is that company bringing in cash right now? Because they're not getting big network money here. No. So, how are they paying all the talent? You, I'd be wary as fuck if they offered me a contract as a yeah. wrestler. I mean, you know, for a fact, if they went into administration, your contract isn't worth the paper it's written on, so you can just leave. You can just yeah, go. Yeah. So, while they are still going and you can be on some sort of show, you probably mm. are going to do it. But I think your days are numbered. But I have been Definitely. saying that for the past seven years, and they're still yeah. here. So, you know, being unfair, maybe. Well, I've put a. Um, I'm just put into Google Impact Wrestling viewership. 2020 and there's nothing yeah the first thing that comes up is AEW Dynamite and WWE NXT viewership sees big increases this week and that was from a month ago and correct me if I'm wrong but I don't think anyone's ever really told us to tune in no I know I think um, Chris Horrocks recommended uh, me checking out one of the female stars there you know as a potential Becky Lynch replacement yeah. I didn't sorry Chris because I actually don't actually know how to fucking watch the shit and I don't think I would anyway No. Um, but I, I will always buy into a person so if they move on then I'll keep an eye out but no one's ever told us to watch TNA or Impact the whole time we've been doing this I don't think no. said you guys need to see this it's great maybe I'm wrong but I just don't think they have Okay, so here we go. February 2020, AXS TV, Home of Impact, now reporting Nielsen ratings, whichever, whatever that is. Okay. I think they're the, the ratings, aren't they? Right, let me have a little look at this. Um, Some dead air here. Because it's depressing as fuck. It's like ninety thousand. Oh well, there you go. I mean, how you can have a show with ninety thousand and it's still on the air? Like you can't be getting paid for that, really. Well, this is the thing. Like, how have they got the money to pay for the building, the talent, all of the production, all the people, the, the content people? I just don't think it's viable. I don't know. I don't know if you've got some like mad millionaire slash billionaire well, running what, what it, it the, or... it the Smashing Pumpkins guy that I did for a bit? Oh yeah. I don't know if he still does, but... I don't know how much residuals you're getting off fucking tonight, tonight. <laughs> but I don't think it's enough to pay. <laughs> Considering the song Sucks Dick. I love that song, to be oh, fair. Crap. No, I'm joking. Me- Melancholy not, not and Midnight, me. whatever the fuck the album's called. So it's not that's, called that's that. It's so shit. not called that, but I I, I, that. I was with you though. I was like, yeah, that's probably what it's called. Melancholy and Infinite Sadness, I think it's called. I know. Wow. I know. It's so emo before the times. Emo before <laughs> it emo. It was emo in the 90s. Oh, Jesus. That's hilarious, yeah. that. Melan- I'm sure it was that. I'm sorry if it's wrong and there's any Smashing Pumpkins fans. Is there any Smashing Pumpkins fans? I was one. Okay. I was one. I liked Tonight Tonight. Thought the video was very hey, good. Listen. I, 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 me and Axel J-Mo love ourselves a bit of Keen, so, you know, oh, don't, God. yeah. Can we not do that again? <laughs> like, can we just not? Hey, it was in, it was in my Instagram does the, like, a, <laughs> near enough a whole Is there anyone out there who can, like, back me up on Smashing Pumpkins being a reasonable band? I'm sure there'll be plenty of people who can back you up about Keen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so fucking against me. But, um... <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Where were we then? Oh, so I was yeah. trying to, I was trying to drag it to um to 
being up for the matches, and then we we, we went it's down another rabbit hole. We're good whinging though. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it's something we can have a bit of a debate on. Okay. Charlotte Flair. Mm. So I thought she was legit injured. That's how much I'm paying attention. Nope. Currently, so. Kayfabe injury, so she can have some time out. Um, I've heard conflicting things about how long she's going to be out for. So originally, it was like she's going to be out for a long time. She's taking a break, so she's not injured. She's fine. Taking a break for a bit. Great time to take a break, I think, if you're Charlotte Flair. Now is the time. Great time. Because, I mean, really... Because I have to say, I did think, oh, well, Becky Lynch leaves, Charlotte Flair steps into that big kind of role and I'm sure WWE would have loved to have that however it's too hasty and it's too reboundy Mm -hmm. because I think there's still quite a lot of plans for Becky and you don't want to be the rebound who just gets chucked in there and if there's no sign of like a Ronda Rousey coming back you know Wrestlemania's a long ass time away you've got no live shows you've worked solidly for six years and taken no real break let's take some time off and when you say work solidly you mean work solidly literally yeah. work solidly and I read out to you didn't I the interview with uh, Ric Flair and I'm not going to f- try and find it on my phone no. but he went on a rant about saying um, that he was sick of seeing I'm going to paraphrase massively but he was sick of seeing people say that Charlotte was standing in the way of talent coming up and he was like essentially saying the quality isn't there in, in, in more words than that if yep. you if you want to if the talent's there to come up, she's stepping aside. Let's see what you've got. Let's see who can you know who can do the shit that she can do. Go on, have a go, and I bet there's no one essentially. And I'm inclined to agree with him at this stage. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I really am. I just don't think there's anyone at the caliber of Charlotte Flair. And although it doesn't really pain me to say because I'm not like a, a, a I'm not a fucking weirdo, but I am a fan of Becky Lynch. Yeah. And Becky Lynch did an absolute tear with the man, and and she had a couple of lucky breaks. She worked really hard. Yeah. I, I don't think like she was got just super lucky. No. But she she was fed up. She was sick of like always being like fucking four fiddle to the other three, mm-hmm. and created something. And a lot of things went in her favor. One of the things is getting punched in the face and having that moment but she was already the man then yeah and everyone was like she led that smackdown team out on that invasion on raw she was already the superstar the fucking bloody nose shot when she had her arms out at the end was just the icing on the cake absolutely so but charlotte flair whether you fucking like her or you hate her you can't deny that she's fucking great yeah like she's so good as in head and shoulders above everyone else and if this was an i am the worst worst person when it comes to nepotism i will judge someone so much harder if they've come from money or they've come from a family name and that's in every walk of life find out someone's come from money i can't speak to them anymore i don't have any they've got to me they've got nothing interesting to say about their lives i know it's harsh but no no, i'm I'm with you especially in the entertainment industry when they yeah they tend to say things like you know, oh, I've had to hone my craft and all that kind Thanking of stuff. Thanking God yeah, yeah. and all that shit. Oh, it's yeah. like, thank your fucking dad, dad's sperm or your mum's egg, whichever yeah, one yeah. is more famous. Which, yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I, I just, I can't cope with it. I just can't. I can't cope with it. Such but a like, good line, But even in life, like when I've worked with people and mm. they've turned around and said, oh, I live in Cheshire and I, I you know, I fucking, yeah, yeah. Do, you know, I, I've, I've 
fucking dad's my dad's a fucking barrister and my mum's this yeah. as soon as they say it literally I have no time for them ever again no. and I'm polite and I'm cordial to them but I don't want to get to know them and it's no. a massive prejudice because if I was fucking rich and I said that about a poor person I'd get rated over the coals but I have got a massive prejudice against people who've come from money I just don't have anything it's the way it's the way they act so yeah, it's, they act it's like when the they, they act like the self-made because yeah. I've seen again people who will, will not be named but we've seen people that we've known over our time together yeah. say that they were self-made when we know full well they're not. Absolutely. So yeah. it's like, that's like a bit like, you know, you're rolling your eyes, why are you lying? Just just, just, yeah, just, you know. just own it. Own yeah. the fact that you're fucking lucky. Yeah, but yeah. people won't. Because cause everyone everyone has their own... I'm going off on a tangent here, but I love talking about this. It's one of my favourite topics. I should write a fucking book. But, um, but people, everybody has their own challenges and everyone feels like they've had a hard life. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard for some people to accept that they've had an easier life than someone else yeah. when you know, you've know you got someone who might have been homeless for a portion of their life as a teenager. Mm-hmm. But they feel really kind of shit because cause fucking granny died a couple of years ago. And, See, that's do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's, but, but, they, but they were so upset by by fucking grandmama dying yeah. even though she left them fucking hundreds of thousands in the world so upset because they were so close to grandmama that it's like they feel like they understand that person who was homeless when they were 16 Ex- yeah exactly so they yeah, feel yeah. like they get it and it's that shit I can't wiping stand wiping your tears with 50 pound notes can't stand it because I understand how I've been lucky I've been lucky in loads and loads of ways yeah but we don't throw it down people's throats though <laughs> like, I just hate it you know, I hate it I, so much I don't tell anybody the situation that we're in Mm-mm. Because why would you? Because it's not interesting. No, it's not interesting. You know, it, it just it just isn't interesting. But I would never fucking say that I've done everything off my own back. It's not. I just think working class people are the most interesting people you'll ever meet. Yeah, because they was because they talk about real shit, and I don't talk about chavs. Like chavs can fucking do one, <laughs> but, they, but they talk about the most interesting things because they've had experiences. Yeah. You know, and they haven't just, you know, and it, and and I'm sorry, but I don't class backpack backpacking around Asia <laughs> on your daddy's credit card as an experience. Like I just, I just don't. Like it's, it's, it's not, not a thing. <laughs> but yeah, so the, the whole Charlotte situation. Yeah, I'm going on a tangent then. Sorry. No, no, it's all right. No, but, but yeah, sorry. My, po- I'm yeah, going to finish sorry, my yeah. point if yeah, you don't yeah. mind. No, sorry, no, yeah, it's my good, own yeah. fault. Um, the nepotism thing with Charlotte is I judged her far harsher than I judged so many Me people too. in the company. Especially if you're going to just take the four horsewomen, mm-hmm. I judged her the harshest out of Absolutely. those. Completely, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Because of the name, obviously. Yep. She had to bring it big time. She had to be really good. She had to be better than the three of them for, them to, for her to be level with the three of them. Absolutely. For me. And she was... She just was, and she is better than the three of them. In terms of wrestling ability, in terms of character, you know, she's a better heel than she is a face. But she has, she's pulled it out of the bag. She's done it. She's done her job. She's done everything that, I, more than I ever thought. She's done more than she ever ever she had to. Yeah. She didn't have to do as much as she's done. She's done the bare minimum. She's never got an injury in her life, which I don't know whether she has. She could have nothing. She would have just come out and whack the figure four on. She doesn't even have to do the figure eight. She doesn't even have to bridge up. You know, just do the figure four. You you know, you, you're making money for WWE. Exactly. exactly. So, yeah, the fact that she came out, well, she didn't come out, but this, but like you told me, like, oh, she's actually not injured. She's taking time off. I went, oh, good for her. Yeah. Like, straight away. Because I'm like, 
Yeah, absolutely deserves it. You've been, she's been pulling triple fucking duty for the last six months. Well, you said that her contract's up, right? See, this is the this is the thing because I I, I don't know if that's true or not. Mm. So, well, I read the the Flair article and it seemed very angry. Can I finish this off? You can indeed. Yeah, it's only a slot left. Are you good? Why? Yeah, I just want a bit more. So you always want a bit more. Always want a bit more wine, mate. Always want a bit more wine. I wish I had a cellar. Jesus. A man. wine cellar. Yeah, but then I'd be one of those rich cunts that I hate. So. <laughs> well, I, I I had a boy come in and do my cellar. <laughs> to be fair, if I had a cellar, I'd never go down to it, would I? Because of the fear of spiders. No. So you'd be the you'd have poor to have a, bastard yeah, you'd have always to have going a, down. Have a pulley system. We've got like a lock up downstairs. You could probably keep wine in. I could probably turn that into. Imagine if I turn that into a wine cellar. Then we would sell this flat for like loads more than we bought it. Go- golf clubs and a wine cellar. <laughs> You just walk in and it's just like It's like wine. a Toff's dream. There's like cigars on the wall. Like. <laughs> it's like a brand, brandy at one side and... and a Be meant to turn that little lock up into something. Po- patho- I can't even talk. Apothic on the other. Oh yeah, Bobby Red. Oh, it's good stuff. It's fucking top. So, the Flair interview. I read that and it came across, and obviously you can't take tone from text. No. But it came across like he was pissed off. Like he was really pissed off. And it didn't seem like he was pissed off solely with the fans. So the fans, I think, got the brunt of it, saying, like, oh, you know, she's holding people back. Who else is doing, like, corkscrew moonsaults off the top rope? And all this kind of stuff. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, it's true. No one is. Um, So he was basically saying things like, there's a TV series that's after her. There's all all these fitness opportunities that she's having to turn down. And... I'm sure the quote is, "I want her to finish up at SummerSlam." So, so, so that's what it seemed to me. Right. I can't be asked pulling it up. No, I can't either. But I'm sure it said something like, "I want her to finish up at SummerSlam," and I was like, "Right." Does that mean a contract's up in SummerSlam? Because you wouldn't, you wouldn't have thought a Charlotte Flair would get anywhere near that amount of time for the contract to be up. So that's neither here nor there. Uh, but or maybe retire at SummerSlam or, or whatever. That, yeah. That's that's what he that's what he means. Um, but he seemed really fucking angry, and he, you know, he's obviously got always going to stick up for his kid, isn't he? But but I'd, but at the time I was kind of reading it, thinking, fucking hell, like you've been there, Rick. You've you've been in that situation. Like surely you know how fans' minds work. There was a lot of backlash from fans on Twitter about that. Well, of course, there is naming. Yeah. Name in certain times where, you know, like... She's gone over and... No, about Flair's own career. They were calling out bits of Flair's own career. Where he was, yeah. I, I, yeah. I didn't really read him. I, I tend no, not to no, when everyone gets... I know I rant, so I don't want to read many people. But we rant on here, like, you know, yeah. we, we've, we have a vague platform in which to speak about um, things. Um, but, yeah, so her taking a break, I am interested to see it. Mm-hmm. Who who comes out? But then I saw an article two days ago that I didn't click into saying WWE have given up on Shayna Baszler, what? and they've just and they've just put her to the back of the queue again. Where is she actually? Exactly. I, t- I haven't watched no, the main roster no. though, so I mean she might have been there, but I haven't heard anything. And I, I tend to read the little rundowns. I've not this week, you know, the grading system yeah, for yeah. SmackDown. Yeah. But I've not. I've, I didn't bother this week at all. They didn't come up on my phone. I don't think. I just get a little bleach report thing of the gradings. Yeah. I remember when it was Raw night, 
this week and on Tuesday morning, literally nothing on my phone. Well, it's because they're not doing anything of interest. And this is the thing, right? And I don't know how it went down. So, I don't know what the situation is. But, to go back to the FTR thing on the Jericho podcast, the belts mean nothing. Those tag team belts to FTR mean absolutely jack shit. How much does McIntyre's WWE Championship mean? Jack shit. Fuck all. Fuck all. Because he's not even he's not even beating Bobby Lashley clean because of interruption or you know fucking uh, interference by his TV wife. And then I didn't even see how it happened or why it happened, but Ziggler's going against him for the title. Yep. Ziggler has. I'm sorry for Ziggler, and I know Ziggler did great stuff with um, Otis. And if anybody got, if anybody deserves a chance, it's him. But the WWE title, you know, he's not winning that. It's so the fear. Who cares? It's the fear I had, and it's the thing I always said. And I was like, I just hope they take it seriously. I just hope. I just hope that was that was the thing I always said about McIntyre. And then when he had his WrestleMania match, I was like, I can see him not winning this, you know. When he was obviously going to win. Yeah. Because I knew they weren't going to take him seriously as the champ. Well, they're not taking anybody seriously. Yeah, but this especially is him. Especially him. Because you're telling me if that was Roman Reigns, this would be happening. It would not be happening. No. It's like Drew McIntyre is legitimately the lockdown placeholder. Yeah. He's the coronavirus fucking champion. And they're waiting for Brock Lesnar to come back or Roman Reigns to come back and business as usual can resume because they're putting him in a programme, Soz Ziggler, they're putting him in the programme with a perennial mid-carder as a singles guy. Who was beat by Otis. So you are now placing McIntyre, forget the belt, the belt will doesn't matter. No, you're not, absolutely. You're not degrading the belt. The belt can go on whoever and be how big or small you like. It doesn't affect the belt. It affects the man with the belt. So to put him in a mid-card rivalry is getting everybody ready for Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Ready back for mid-card where he, where, where it, he yeah. inverted commas, belongs to them. Yeah, because at least with Lashley, they built him up for weeks. Mm-hmm. He was squashing people, then he was putting the master lock on people. And, and the whole MVP thing, and at least they were putting some sort of effort into the programme. Like, this has come out of fucking nowhere. Ziggler, has Ziggler won a match? It's not the person who goes against Drew McIntyre. He deserves no. someone better. It is, I'm sorry, I like Ziggler as much as the next person, I really do. Me but, too. like, if, if that's a contender for that belt, then... You know, why, I, why is anybody here? Yeah, exactly. Because all this we're doing is meaningless. It is, it is. And yeah. it's exactly what I feared was going to happen with McIntyre. They, yeah. they weren't actually taking him that seriously as the champion. Yeah, and that's what I like about AEW, is that every single spot has had a lot of work go into it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's on AEW Dark, whether it's on Dynamite. They've all had decent spots, apart from the women's champion. The women's champions had jack shit. Since she won the title at um, Double or Nothing, she's been pinned and she's had a squash match where, you know, they might as well not have bothered. Mm. They, might, they, could have, they could have done a contract signing or whatever whatever crap they, they do to fucking try and put an angle over. But everybody's getting a decent amount of time. Cage is getting loads of time. So the Cage and Moxley match is a big deal. 
the tag teams are getting loads of time. Like Omega and Page have had a uh, have had a, uh, a a defense and some promo time. Best friends have been in the thing with the inner circle. Um, Orange Cassidy against Jericho is probably the big rivalry going into that. That's had the most time. Cody against Jake Hager. They had a press conference, which I thought was cringeworthy as shit, but they still had it. And you've had the whole thing of Cody defending the title mm. every week. Then you've got, you know, fucking Jurassic Express against the probably the best talker in wrestling and his big dude, which has had loads of time and loads of skirmishes and loads of fights. And they've just come off the back of a lumberjack match. Everything's getting time. Everything's getting a bit of, a bit of, um, you know, a bit of a bit, a bit of fucking effort. That's it. That's it. Just effort. It's like what did what? I I, I don't want to see it, but I'll be intrigued to see how the whole McIntyre Ziggler things come about. Because if it is just solely on the basis that twenty five years ago, or however long ago it was, like a year ago, McIntyre was Ziggler's henchman. Then fucking hell. Well, they did like a big massive brand fucking breakdown, didn't they? Where people moved to different brands. And I, I don't know did if it they? was. Yeah. <coughs> when was that? I feel like in the last week. Shit. Because so. they called it, I'm sure they called it a brand breakdown. And I read it as um, the, the brand thing had fallen apart. And I don't know if that's how they're playing it. Like that. Oh, the, so anybody's on any show? I don't now. know. But then it said that the AJ Styles. It said that AJ Styles. Oh, now because of his move to SmackDown. It's like I thought he was on SmackDown Styles. Well, he went from Raw to SmackDown, but that was like weeks ago, wasn't it? So I'm, I'm just confused. I saw this recently, so I, I just don't have a fucking. Well, he's had it in the Continental title. In the Intercontinental Champion on SmackDown. Honestly, I have no idea. I've lost track. It's tough, really, isn't it? Because when you see, so th- this is the thing. I think it's the same with every walk or anything with me, any walk of life, is if efforts given, efforts given back. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I do feel like AEW's putting the work in, yeah. and they're not the best. By no stretch of the imagination, I've got big issues with AEW. Like I have big issues with every entertainment thing that, <laughs> I, that I consume. Um, but I just, I, I just appreciate effort, and you know, they're getting people over. AEW is getting people over that I shouldn't give two shits about. I shouldn't care about a guy called the Librarian. Cut shouldn't care less. I shouldn't care about Steve Cutler who neither of them have got a win. But every time they have a match, it's a really competitive match. Mm. And that rivalry, like I've said a few times, when that comes to a head, I want pay-per-view level match between them. And it'll be on dark, but I want a 30-minute false finishes that ends in a count-out. Yeah. That's what I want. And I, I give a shit about them two losers. <laughs> and they're literally losers because they lose every week. I think we've... we've- AEW, I would like to see a little bit more attention paid to the women, a bit more, because right now it's a bit old school. Yeah. And the and issue, the issue with that, so it's very good. No, no, it's it's the fact that what makes me nervous about it is I don't know how much <laughs> I'm, I'm giving this man a lot of credit that I don't know whether he he, mm. he deserves, but I know for a fact Jericho is against women's wrestling. Because he's made that quite clear mm-hmm. on things he said before. He thinks women make great valets. 
He's yeah. made the comment of ballet used to be an art, and now, and I'm I'm probably being verbatim here because it's stuck in my head. Now they've all got a wrestle, mm. you know, like in a really like iffy way that he yeah. said it. And because of that, because I know that how that's how he feels about it. I don't know how much sway he's got in this business. Yeah. But I think there's. <laughs> if you take that, if you take he has got a bit of power, and you take that comment, there's a reason why your injured person is getting all the time because he likes a girl to just come on, say mm. a piece, show a face, and fuck off. Yeah. Don't wrestle though, because no one wants to fucking see you. Yeah. However, I have seen some amazing women's wrestling matches on AEW. What I'd like to see is just a little bit more, because right now, and I know everyone has that thing of wrestling is obviously it's mainly men but i think to look at it from a fi- a woman's point of view i mm-hmm. like watching women's wrestling yeah and it does suck because there's no reason why i can't see more women's wrestling apart from misogyny there's no other reason yeah at, at all because if you put a good women's wrestling match on no one cares they have, everyone they have been good as yeah, well and everyone yeah. wants to see them like nobody is going oh fucking hell snooze fest no. a wrestling match is a wrestling match and that's the thing that I think that I'd like companies like AEW not just them to get to where if it's a wrestling match it's on do you know what you might have nights where there's more women's matches on if it warrants it if the storylines warrant it but mm. right now I feel like they are still just getting their tiny slot on a show that's a big sausage fest and that's yeah. the thing that is sticking for me a little bit. Yeah, I do think. I mean, I've I've been the one that I've said that mm-hmm. um, for a, for a month because the the only issue that I have with AEW and the women is the champion. Yeah, is they're not promoting the champion, so therefore we should we don't give a fuck about the champion. Now, obviously, you know, she won the match with Nala Rose. It was obviously a big deal. Then she gets pinned. Then they had a scrap. So the, the fighter fest match with Penelope Ford will be the interesting thing. Is if if she does lose the belt to Penelope Ford. I think Ford. she's probably gonna. I mean the gear it looks like the gear in that way. Mm-hmm. Now the other things around it I think have been much better than WWE. So you've got the big swole Britt Baker thing. So Britt Baker's on the show all the time. Yeah. But that's an interesting little storyline, which is obviously gonna culminate into a match. You've got Penelope Ford, who's on every fucking show, having actual matches. Mm-hmm. Dark has a couple of good women matches as well. And you've got the periphery female characters in and amongst it. However, it, to me, it's the champion. You have to you have, to have the champion on your show. Mm. Even if it's just in a match, just to show the champion's there. Yeah, it's, she's, it's a bit of an afterthought, isn't yeah. it? Well, she, she's been on it as much as Moxley's been on it. So, apart from the so Moxley, yeah, Moxley's had a match on Dark in the last mm. month, which she's not had. So that's the only difference. So apart from the fact that Moxley's not lost. So the big champion, and they seem to do that a lot. Like apart from Cody, because obviously this is a belt that they're trying to trying to pump up. The champions don't seem to be around, mm. and it's about creating the challenger. Which I do really like. Yeah. So they're creating Penelope Ford as the challenger. So nobody else is getting a look in really, as far as like matches go. Um But I do I do think AEW's women at the moment are far more impressive than WWE's. Yeah, I've I've gotta say though, I feel like I see them strutting about and chatting a bit more than I see them wrestling. 
I, I think Apart I, from, other than Britt Baker. No, I feel like I only see like one match. To, do you know what? I know that it's hard. I just want yeah. to get to a show where we've got an equal footing. Yeah. Because there's enough female wrestlers out there. Yeah, yeah. And you put on a good enough show, I don't see why there just has to be like... Just one match. A mini segment. I don't see why we have to have fucking shticks where it's like girlfriends distracting. Yeah. Because yeah, that's, that's a big deal. It's boring. Yeah, it is that, boring. That blonde girl has got so much airtime. Yeah. And I just can't be bothered. What, Penelope Ford, do you mean? No, I'm talking about the one who's the girlfriend of... In... Oh, yeah, yeah, Natural Nightmares. Yeah, I've yeah, got no Pally, idea. Yeah. Don't know. The that one, one who looks one. like she's two Is she going to wrestle, or is she just there for eye candy? I don't give a fuck if it's she the latter. Just, just, just go away. Just, I just, I just, I've got to a point now where it's evolved for me so much wrestling, and I've seen such impressive stuff, mm. where I do now just want to see rivalries and wrestling. Yeah. I don't really want to see this like crap, you know, like here oh, the, comes, the, the here comes someone to you know running down with the tits out to distract someone. It's just so boring. Like well, that's the thing is it's boring. It's something you've seen so many times before, yeah. and it's like the big guy with the female valet. That's yeah. why I quite like Robert Stone's character. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's interesting because it's funny. He's, yeah, because it's funny because he's the he's the valet, and obviously you know you. You pointed out to me that I think I don't know if somebody pointed out to you that he was the TNA champion. He's been he's had loads of belts in TNA apparently. <laughs> Someone posted a, like a montage of photos of him like with belts in TNA. Yeah. It's like let's not forget guys that this man has won all this shit yeah. as in like he's been treated like shit. But he's funny like it is yeah. funny. And he's getting TV time, so yeah. you know maybe he wouldn't be if he was just wrestling. Uh, but yeah, th- there needs to be a little bit more thinking outside the box. I know, because I mean, I've got to say, like, there's no sadder in terms of like, if we're talking WWE, there's no sadder descent from reasonable. It's kind into you, yeah, I think maybe because we've been pressing it when it didn't have juice, and you know, and it weren't working, and it's fucked the coil. Maybe I think the coil needs to change. Yeah. Well, I did. I did put a new one in it. Well, yeah. I've changed the top so many times, so yeah, God yeah. knows which one that is. Sorry, just talk about the vape there. But like, there's no sadder position in a company than someone like Lana, who started mm. off all right, tried wrestling, couldn't really fucking do it, and now she's this. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? It's so. But it's like, so. What even is she? It's a waste of air. It's massively pointless. And it's. I hate saying this word in this context, because I know I sound like a knob, but it's reductive. Yeah. It's reductive for women. It's a wrestling show. There's plenty of women wrestlers, so get fucked, everyone who's not wrestling. If you're not wrestling, it's like a PE lesson. You fucking shit PE teacher going. If you're not gonna fucking join in, get out. Yeah. That's how I feel. Like if you're not joining and doing the actual shit that you need to do, yeah. which is being a rivalry, talk, wrestle, get out, and that goes to the men as well. Yeah, absolutely. Or get on commentary. Do something else. Do something productive, because. We're not living in an era where eye candy counts anymore. No. There's porn on tap that's free. You know, we don't need to have some bimbo or himbo just there for the sake of it. Do your job, get in there, do some work, impress me, because you're boring. Yeah, absolutely. And you're not making the company any money. No. Because no one's buying a t-shirt with you on it. No. So you're fucking completely useless. And I know that's harsh, and I know it's mean, but to me right now, there's been that much good women's wrestling, and obviously there's always been great men's wrestling, 
So your valets, I, I think I'm over the valet. I'm into oh. the manager thing. I think if someone's an ex-wrestler, I like the Jake the Snake stuff. Yeah. I really like, you know, like Billy Gunn being there with his sons. Yeah, I yeah. find that really interesting. Yeah. Because that feels legit. Yeah, like a legend who's yeah, like... Yeah, like that's yeah. legit. And I like yeah. Paul Heyman. Yeah. Well, it's know. like Trish Stratus was on it as like a manager. Perfect. Yeah. I think that works. But when you've just got this young person who's done nothing... It's pointless. It's a waste of air and a waste of time. And there's plenty of like old legends and stuff. I think that yeah. would jump at the chance of coming along and Definitely. putting, you know, like being like the mouthpiece and being the, you know, like imagine selling that like to someone. Tars, like, yeah. I know, like Lita does stuff Lita, for yeah. WWE, but imagine saying to Lita, and if you, come, you know, te- coax her over to AEW, yeah. you're gonna front like a fucking all female faction or even a male faction. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Well, I, I, I. I I did see yesterday that there is a female brand on AEW. I don't give a fuck about that. I want it on but the it's same wor- But show. it's worse though. But not, but not, not as in a different show. But like merchandise. Faction. What do you mean? Called heels, and it's a A W heels, and it's literally like the T-shirt is just a pair of shoes, and it's apparently Brandy's idea. It's so bad. It's so bad. I think I might be out. <laughs> I think that's done me. Yeah, it's so bad. That's done me. But, that. but it's not even. It's been going for ages. Oh, that's horrible. But it's just like a. It's like because I when I was on the shop, I clicked on it because I was like, "What the fuck's heels?" Because I was thinking heels as in baddies. Baddies. And clicked on it, and it was just one T-shirt that would just said like AW and then heels, and then a pair of shoes. And it's like this is Brandy's like alternative brand and it's like what the fuck like why are you bothering with that but the so the the Brandy Rhodes Ali thing is going to end in a match and they had a dark match but mm. it didn't really do much but so that that should go but yeah it, I, I do think it's better than WWE as far as the women at the moment if they push that heels brand they can fucking, <laughs> fucking do one. my fucking massive dick my massive <laughs> she dick because i ain't fucking coping with that again it's fucking reductive it's brandy it's awful fuck off love yeah it's really bad i've, I've got a feeling it's just a t-shirt oh, like Christ. just one of her t-shirts but it's it's so bad i know i'm taking it really seriously no but you but should you I should do sh- i have to i have to because no one else will say anything no but i i've been saying for for weeks about the fact that you've not got your champion on but then, mm. but then they seem to be doing that across the board, yeah. as with all the other champions apart from Cody, because they're trying to get this TNT thing over. It's Jericho who worries me. I'd I don't. Like I don't think. Talent, I don't think Jericho's got that much sway in he, what's he, going on. He just, if you've ever listened to his podcast, folks, or if you've ever heard him talk about wrestling and when he talks about women, he has literally zero respect for them yeah. at all, and he finds the whole like. He found the women's revolution like massively affronted. Mm. He was fronted by it, and it's like fucking hell, mate. Fucking hell, no one's taking anything off you. Exactly. Fuck off. Piss off. If anything, it's just going to take away from the poor lads coming up. It's not taking anything Mm. away from you. No. It's like you're you're fine, dude. What What I did think was interesting, and was it on Dark or was it on Dynamite where they had that magician girl? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Which was awful, right? So that's an awful gimmick. And I don't know if that's just like a makeshift gimmick because mm. of the Dark Order thing. But she got like a, a vignette, promo time, and then got squashed mm-hmm. by the, you know, the kind of alternative, like, monstery mm. character. 
I thought that was great. It was cool, wasn't The it? fact that she got pinned so quick, I was like, holy shit. Was that on Dark or on the show? I can't remember if it was on, the, on, I can't on which either. one it is. Because they're both the same to me. Yeah, like, true. I think Dark's just as good quality because it has the big names on it. Um, but then the Dark Order come out and carry her off. So, like, if she comes out in a lucha mask, mm. more that's more interesting than her in a bow tie and a top hat. Yeah. They need, they need some gimmick work. <laughs> AEW, like, Jesus. They definitely need some gimmick work. But, yeah, I think when... Britt Baker comes back from injury. Yeah, I'd be interested to see because it look it, at the moment it seems like you, you're getting two women segments per show. Like uh, Britt Baker stuff in total, and then a mm-hmm. match, mm-hmm. and then on dark you're getting a couple of matches. Yeah, I think um, it's the Britt Baker stuff because it's like if that's been just it's been funny. Yeah, but it slightly pisses me off because it's like you're just taking up time that could be wrestling time. Yeah, definitely. Because her doing the thing where she sat at ringside giving Tony the nose yes. is that's enough. But the whole like, was it? Did she get put in a bin? Yeah, that was funny though. I yeah. enjoyed that. So Big Swole is a great character. Mm-hmm. Like she's quite funny. Um, so that, but that's a that's an interesting match. But that still is like your bare bare sort of bones. And WWE aren't even doing that. It is true. No, they they're not. They seem to. I don't know. I, the thing with like the main roster in WWE now is that I can't see them. I know this sounds a bit harsh. I can't see them wanting anyone who's in NXT at the moment, women wise. No. I feel like the men in NXT they've got a lot because yeah. they've got a few like massive stars who've come in. Yeah. Who got so signed? Ripley. Yeah, Ripley. She's the only one. Because Io Shirai would go up and get lost straight away. Uh, yeah. Just, absolutely. just like. Um, Point taken. Uh, what's her name? Kabuki Warriors, other than Asuka. Elbow drop. Yeah. Carrie Sane. <laughs> Carrie Sane. Well, that's the problem. Like, you go up and you just you just get yeah. lost. There's if nothing not, to do. If you're not spitting out green paint, then you've got no fucking chance. We've got fuck all to do. Do you, do you know how, mad, how mad it is that, like, WWE have got so many hours per week of television... Mm. And yet nobody seems to be getting developed in the right direction. No, I know. It's like McIntyre has got us like fucking going against Ziggler. I I didn't click onto it because it was was like in my, oh, I can't be asked with WWE thing. But like Bray Wyatt seems to be back as Swamp Bray Wyatt. Um, Yeah, I don't know what it was. It's like because obviously Bray was, Braun Strowman, sorry, was part of it. So I think that's what they're playing at. Right. But it just doesn't seem like anybody's getting developed. I think the only the only person that I've seen has been like really coolly developed was the cruiserweight champion, the new cruiserweight champion guy. Who's that? Um, I can't remember his name, but it was like a lucha door went against. Oh, Drake, the guy Drake who took Maverick. his mask off. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that so was he, interesting. Yeah, so him, him and his hench dudes. Yeah. That that's gone down really well for me. That. And that's with Drake Maverick. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that to me. Has been the only thing that I've been like, oh wow, they're really they're trying to develop somebody else. And it, it is funny because you are right; they've got a lot of hours, they've got yeah. a ton of hours every week to, and yet nothing happens and nothing changes. And no, because you've got the whole like story development angles, like the Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio with Rey Mysterio's son and Alistair Black and um, uh, Gaza getting involved. That's the that's your story bit. So that's your 
match for the sake of the match type thing. But like, who's who's like going on a tear? Who's like won five in a row and he's going for the Intercontinental title? You know, it, it, where the fuck's all this? I suppose, and, and this isn't me defending WWE at all, but they're in such an odd position because they don't have the live shows anymore. So you've got all this like talents inverted commas that is kind of getting a little bit of a, a bit of time who would have probably just done live shows but that that makes it easier though because you control the narrative even more now so if they if they want to say right okay we've got so i can't even name somebody who's like new on that so Al- alistair black for example let's let's I was take a- say shana baszler because i don't know well, what the fuck she's well, doing. shana well, shana, shana baszler is really easy to fucking build because she's built already yeah she's mint you know so the fact that there's that article like vince is like just giving up on her well that's so stupid but the because she's one that would turn up in AEW and do I'd really l- fucking well i'd love it if she did so like you know say say you got alistair black and I know that was like Paul Heyman's pet project, and now he's gone. It's tough to rag WWE when you when I've not been watching it. I know I feel a bit like that because I don't really know what's going on. Yeah, because because we, we we see it from the outside, but you know, there's, there's no way they've built Dolph Ziggler back after losing to Otis. There's there's no way. You know, he's just gone straight into that title picture. But it's 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 the weird way in which they do things. Like, and I know Owens had to had to go because of the COVID thing. Well, like Owens beats Rawlins, then Rawlins gets the title shot straight away. There's no like, mm-hmm. you know, pre. It's just right. Rawlins is in there, you know. So let's let's say you got Alistair Black, and he, you know, the way he would win the United States Championship, let's say, would be next week on Raw. We've got Apollo Cruz versus Alistair Black, and that's it. Mm. Whereas you know. Every, and I hate to keep saying like AEW is doing it well, but I do, like it sound like a broken record, but they are. They're building everyone. They're making me give a shit about everybody. Do you think though? And again, I'm doing the devil's advocate thing. Yeah, do please do. I will not defend WWE, but WWE has got so many more people and so many more levels to it that there's quite a lot more to consider i suppose and does because you've not got the live shows and you've got a lot of people who want to be paid mm. no because they control the show you ain't got you ain't got any fucking divas there like obviously you know people do demand things but you you control the fucking show so you put what you want on it's like oh well you know nia Jax is complaining that she only got five minutes last week okay right up to 10 minutes you know that's not the way it works they put the show together. So they're the ones that are putting together meaningless matches for no reason whatsoever. And like somebody wins or someone gets counted out and it's not even a real win and you know and all that crap. There's nothing there's nothing and this has been for ages. There's nothing that I've watched with WWE outside of like the main event slots and that's for all championships and all divisions that has built anybody other than Bobby Lashley. Mm. And I don't give two shits about Lashley. But at least with him, they had him going on a tear before he got to McIntyre. Yeah, true. And that that makes him a credible threat. 
like at the moment. It is Brian time, can, innit? Yeah. And they've got so but they've got so much time. Yeah, you'd know you are right. And they're too busy right. and they're too busy having the street profits fight off ninjas. I mean And no but, but that and that's a situation that might be entertaining, but doesn't do anything for anybody. Like it does nothing for the big show. Because the big show, who, who gives a shit? It does nothing for the Viking profits because those two were supposed to be having a match for the belts. So that makes the belts even more worthless. And then you've got these fucking ninjas that nobody knows who they are anyway, unless you know you're reading rag sheets. Mm. And who cares? So that's an entire segment that's just down to pure entertainment, and that's fair enough. Absolutely fair enough. And that's why WWE get a million you know, over a million more than AEW because of the entertainment side of things. Mm. But you can't expect anybody, including WWE fans, just purely WWE fans, to give two shits about McIntyre against Ziggler when they've just seen Ziggler get beat off Otis. Like, they're not going to give two shits about it because why would they? They've got a lot of... We said this, I, I don't know how long ago we said it, but... They've got a lot of people who who need to go yeah, from still. WWE because they're feeding, you know the, you know the new talent. They're feeding it in, and Vince is so desperate to get like new talent mm. that comes up. In, if someone's doing gangbusters in NXT, he wants them on the main roster. Yeah. Unfortunately, Ziggler's still there. Yeah. Ziggler's still there. So is the Big Show. I don't know. They're fucking inverted commas iconic, but. Some people need to fucking go. Yeah. None of this like, oh, we're going to do this one release a year and half of them you never fucking heard of. Because they're still in developmental, the poor bastards, who are getting de- like released. Yeah, yeah. Say deleted then. But like, there, there is a lot of people on the main roster who probably need to go. And the reason why you won't let them go is he's fucking terrified that they'll go to AEW. Even though yeah. they won't, AEW will not touch Seamus. No. Why would you? Why would you touch a 40-year-old man? I'm not being funny and no shade on Seamus, but I'm just choosing him. He's been around for ages. He's had every opportunity he could possibly throw at the guy. Everything. Every single thing he could possibly do. I'm sorry, but the Miz, he's had every belt. That he, yeah, yeah. He's done everything. So whatever he achieves, he's done it. Hasn't he had every belt? Yeah. So what's the point? Who cares? Like yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that's the be all and end all, but surely now you would look at a rest. You're looking at all these people in NXT coming up. How many viewers does that person get? If we're going to get really clinical about it, how much do we want fresh talent? How old are these people? How much do how how much do we give a shit about their legacy? Mm-hmm. How are we booking them? Are we paying them any respect with how we booking them? No. They just sometimes they're in a tag team, sometimes they're this, sometimes they throw them into that. Pay mm. no respect to them, get rid of them. Well, this is the thing because they're any, wasting space. Yeah, because anybody, because but this is the thing though. I, I don't think it's as easy as release people to let new talent come through because they're not making an effort with anybody. Yeah, true. So like they make a tiny bit of effort with Sheamus and Jeff Hardy, and Sheamus does his best work in years. They make a tiny bit of effort with Randy Orton and Edge. True. Randy Orton does his best work in years. It's like, and I know I made the point of saying we shouldn't be patting people on the back for doing their job, but that's the first time I've seen him be allowed to do his job, really, for ages, Randy Orton. 
And now Orton's doing the whole legend killer thing again. Mm-hmm. And he's got Ric Flair fucking nutshotting people, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you, get, when you give people the time, it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter who it is. Because on the face of it, let, let's be honest, they've given a lot of time to Otis. Yeah. And Otis yeah. has developed into a bit of a star. Yeah. Because of it, with the money in the bank briefcase, which is absolutely mind blowing, really. If you'd have gone back to like NXT when Heavy Machinery were there and be like, right, that Otis is going to be in a storyline with Mandy Rose, which is going to be hilarious, and he's going to, it's going to culminate currently with him winning the money in the bank fucking briefcase. If somebody had legitimately said that to me, I would have, I wouldn't have laughed. I'd have been like, you fucking out of your mind. Yeah, it's like absolutely. Ellsworth's going to win the first women's Money in the Bank yeah. match. I mean, that that showed you where they were at, though. No, but that's the same thing. Yeah. If someone said, beforehand, if someone said that to you, watching yeah. it, you're like... But you didn't like that, though. You didn't like that. No, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And it didn't work, because it was totally... Well, they replayed it, didn't they? They did the match again, because they got so much backlash. Yeah, exactly. So that didn't work, whereas the Otis things worked. Mm-hmm. So it shows you, if you give anybody with a shred of talent time they're gonna do something to get themselves over and they've got so much tv time that they can do that on a lot of levels when was the last pay-per-view for wwe that you've gone into saying every match matters i can't remember one no whereas we've been through the fighter fest card and apart from nyla rose is in action (laughs) you know because that's literally an afterthought They've all got something on the line. There's all they've all got something at stake because they've done something, whether it's a promo or a match or something in the match or you know, FTR should really be going for the tag team titles now, but they obviously don't give a shit about that. But they're in the better match. Mm. You know, best friends against uh, Omega and Hangman is a great match, but it's not the match as far as tag teams go. It's the fucking four. It's Young Bucks, FTR, Lucha Bros, and the Blade and the Butcher. That's the fucking tag team match that we're looking at, and we're like, God, I can't wait for that. The other one is great, but that's not had as much effort put into it because best friends have been warring with the inner circle, and Hangman and yeah. Omega have got the belt, so they don't do anything. They just come out every now and again and, or do a bit of a promo. And the promo was great to put over the match, saying how they're not best friends, but you know they work well in the ring and all that kind of stuff. So that worked to a degree. But it's like I think the champions do get a little bit of a you're the champion, so we don't actually need to put any effort into you. Yeah. And it's everybody else, and I do like that style because mm-hmm. when Moxley comes out, it does feel a little bit more like holy shit, Moxley's turned up, mm-hmm. and the guy is a, is is totally different. Like, he's completely unrecognisable from Ambrose. Apart from is the he? way he looks. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because when he was on commentary, he sounded like Ambrose on commentary. Yeah, because, well, that was, that was shit. But, like, the, the promos, the wrestling style is so much better. Mm. It's him being being let go. And it's not that he's not constantly chewing his own tongue and, like, running around, like, yeah, pretending. lunatic fringe. Oh, Jesus yeah, Christ. Jesus, that's sucked, you know, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely fucking sucked. Like he's he's too mad. Yeah, it was silly. Yeah, absolutely stupid. But when when Moxley comes out every now and again and he gets a win, it's more impactful because he's the champion. So I understand that that mindset. 
But at least they're putting effort into the people going for the belts. Even if you know full well they're not going to win. Like, Jungle Boy was never going to beat fucking Cody for the TNT title. Never going to win. But he won the Battle Royal, and then there's a massive fucking promo about it, and, and, the, and the commentary team are putting them all over. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's massive. Like, Son- Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela have got their own vignettes where she's driving him around in a car. Yeah. And then some guys attack him, and they both fight him off. And they're like, like oh, that. oh, we're friends. Like, so let's carry on. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's great. And then they've had some really good tag matches on Dark. And I think they, I think they were on, yeah, they were on Dynamite this week, but I think they got beat. Um. Oh, yeah, I think he came out, uh, Lance Archer, and the one with Jake Roberts, and f- fucked them all up. Hence the Joey Janela Archer match. But yeah, even that gets something. Even the guys that fucking lose every week get something. Mm. You know, do you know what I mean? It's like the, 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 there's there's something for everybody. Like like everybody who does something has got a role. And whether you agree with the role or not, at least at least it's something that gives you an opinion about them. There's too much in WWE where I've just got no opinion because I can't be fucked. The thing is, is that there's a lot of things now, and I might have said it on the past podcast, that can just get brushed under the carpet or just happen because there's no crowd to say otherwise. Yeah. So any, like, shit decision can happen uncontested. There's no crowd to... Yeah. Not react. But, but it, silent. But even that though, like the no no it doesn't seem like a decision's being made. Like if you want obviously they've gone with like the Viking prophets mm-hmm. thing and they're going for that and they're putting a bit of effort into that. And then there's the ninja thing and all that kind of shit. Fair enough. Not what I want from your raw tag team champions. Maybe if they lost the belts and didn't have the belts, but the but the Viking Raiders and the Street Prophets were in a rivalry. And that's what came out of it, but they didn't have the belts. Fair enough, that's perfect, but not for your champions, because mm. they should be defending the belts. Bailey should be defending the women's title, the SmackDown women's title. Well, they're too obsessed now with Bailey oh. dust straps, aren't they? So they they want to run with that for a bit. Oh god, it's a, but there's no but there's no effort. They want a t-shirt. They want to, they want to bring a t-shirt out. Like because it's but that that in itself says effort if they want to bring a t-shirt out, but they're not putting any effort in. It's just all right. We'll throw these guys together. There's no build up whatsoever. They've not won for fucking weeks, and yet they're in this position. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, they had the Intercontinental Championship tournament. Fair enough. AJ wins it. Riddle comes and pins him. That's that's effort. But it's like the is the NXT Great American Bash card mm-hmm. right now. To me, signifies everything that's wrong with WWE. That they've only got three matches. And it's a two-week-long extravaganza where AEW have announced the entire cards apart from Nyla Rose. Yeah. That's the level of effort. that I'm, One's giving that, one's giving me free matches and a load of shit that I'll, I'll tune in and it'll be like, oh, here's fucking, you know, some randomer. And it's like, oh, it's Great American Bash time, and now, you know, now it's time for a, a mixed tag team match with people you've never known were partners before, and and all that kind of shit. So then that makes people go, well, what's yeah, what's on an AEW? Oh, a match that actually has some sort of weight in the world. That's the difference. Is the weight in the world? Is the commentary because they put everyone over, yeah, and the weight of every single match in the whole world. 
in, in the in the universe of their thing. Dark is for your squash matches and your, you know, getting people working who lose every week. Mm. That's what dark's for. Your main show is for things that actually matter in the grand scheme of things. And there's too much shit that just doesn't matter. Like what there was that the Ninja Warrior girl was on it again in a tag match where she gets beat. And I can't even remember who it was against. And it's like, well, not they're not tag they're not tag teams. And they're not going for anything. So it's literally just this match that's been thrown together. It's like because because when when the main events happen on Raw and it's like oh we've got tonight we've got a six man tag it's the Intercontinental Champion with the WWE Champion with the babyface of the moment against the person going against the fucking world champion you know and and that's how that comes about but if you put one on a fucking random NXT it's like you don't know any of these fucking people I've got no idea who, who they even are mm. none of them have had a win. And that's that's the problem. Is there's too there's too much of okay. So our next match is something that you don't give two shits about, and that's my main issue. I have nothing else to add on that. Nothing else to add. Gobby, that was about Charlotte Flair. Jesus wept. Yeah. yeah, it was. Good luck to you, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> enjoy I, I, your break. Yeah, enjoy, enjoy your break. <laughs> Chill out by the pool for a bit. Don't worry about any of this bullshit. Oh, it's in safe hands. I did see though that she the, the original thing I read, and then there's been subsequent things where even she came out and said, and I don't know where it was she got interviewed, where it's like, oh, I'll be back in a few. I'm only going to be gone for a few weeks. Right. But I originally read she wanted to come back for Royal Rumble, twenty twenty one. Yeah, well, if that's, I was that's, her, that's why, why, why fucking bother? Like, why not turn yourself into a Lesnar? Because you are the best one they've got, and then, but you know maybe a position has has weakened a bit with going on NXT and not changing the viewing figures. The problem is though, if she she could work her ass off every single week doing matches with fucking here, there, and everyone doing anything. And she doesn't take. Say she doesn't take this break. Say the break is intended for Royal Rumble. Mm. She doesn't take this break. She's fucking doing all sorts of shit. Yeah. Propping that division up, and the whole women's division up completely. Yeah. And she gets to Royal Rumble, and Ronda Rousey turns up. Yeah. Why not you, Charlotte Flair, take the break? And you come back as the Ronda Rousey. Yeah, exactly. And if they want to bring Ronda Rousey back, we'll both come back together. Yeah, yeah. So you'll you'll pay me more yep. if my contract's up. But I'm not working my ass off and propping this up just for someone else to walk in and take that main spot that I know I'm getting. Yeah. But no cunts coming in are just no. taking it for doing fuck all. Definitely. I'll take a break and I'll come back and that's my spot. Yeah. And then good luck to you if you want to bring her in as well and me and her face off as though everything the women have ever done until that point doesn't count. Yep. Let's see. Let's see. But that's... that's I, I, If I was her, I would. Because yeah, she definitely. knows she'd be working every fucking day until Becky Lynch comes back or Ronda Rousey comes back. Yep. And then everything she's done, no one's asked because they're too bothered about her and it's like yep. hangabout. I want that moment. Fuck that. Yeah. Absolutely. You're knackered. I am. I am tired. Yeah. yeah. I'm roasting as well. I want to put the aircon on, but obviously. Can't while the podcast is running. Running. Have you got any more for any more? I mean, I don't think so. I feel like I've got to the end of me. 
of me gripes. Me gripes and me um, me praises. It's like um, meditating, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But it makes me. Do, do you know what? Like, and I know we we whinge about everything, but it makes me want to watch it in a bit more detail. It makes me want to go to and watch some WWE mm-hmm. and be like, okay, how is this McIntyre Ziggler thing come about? And and if it's done well, give it props because I always will. Like I was giving AEW shit for fucking ages. Which they deserved, and they still do deserve. But if you notice, they've stopped talking about WWE. Yeah. So they're, st- they're yeah. still they're still like a bit. I'm still a bit fifty fifty with them at the moment. I've not quite gotten gone full. No. Full boil. Full boil. Yeah. With AEW, like no. you have, but like. But I, I wouldn't say I have. It's just the better of the two shows currently. Yeah, I would think I would agree they're better. Yeah. I'm just, I'm still on the fence about everything. Every single show, I think, at the moment. Yeah, definitely. And that's and that's the main point, mm. is that every, every show's on the chopping block uh-huh. because of all this shit. Um, I, think, I think just for, for everything, I think, because some people, some shows do some things really well, some shows don't, yeah. and of course they're all different, but I'm still sussing out this... I'm still sussing everything out at the minute. But you can you can do you can mm. get different enjoyments out of it because that's the thing like WWE if they turn into the well, the, well they are into a, an, an entertainment show which is what they are and it's not as wrestling based then that's what you watch it when you fancy a bit of that for wrestling content AEW is leaps and bounds ahead yeah. of them at the moment and they're and, but the pants in NXT in the schoolyard they're taking the lunch money off them and I don't like that. Because NXT, like I say, I say yeah. all the time, is my favourite show. But it's, it's slowly not becoming my favourite show. We've lost NXT to the network. Yeah, that's what It's I gone. Think. It's long gone. The NXT we once loved is over. We're watching a brand new network show. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate, but we knew... We always said if it went to a network, it'd be a different show. Because they have network pressure. They've got ad breaks. It's different. Yeah. It's not the same. It sucks. They should have left it. Agree. Totally agree. Well, their WWE network, they obviously don't give a flying shit about. No. Because that was, the, literally, NXT was the only reason to have that. Of course. It was a selling point. Of course you got the pay-per-views, and that was great. But, I mean, without NXT, if you for the putting NXT on a network, it's like, have you not got enough money, guys? Yeah. So much it's money. Like FTR, what they say. Yeah, you just you're fully selling out. You've you sold got, yeah. out. You've sold. They sold out something that was working so well. You know, and that whole ECW thing of it, the wanting it to be a who was it who wanted a, it to be Shane, a network, a, a, a yeah. internet only show. Yeah. yeah, and NXT was that, and it was top. Yeah, and now it's a network show. We're starting to wane and pull away from it. Of course we are. Yeah. It's on network. It's yeah. never going to be the same ever, ever again. No. So and they'll always have to have a big star at the top of it. It will. It's just a third brand. Yeah, it absolutely is. And it's not developmental anymore. Don't it? I mean, it it, it pisses me off this, but so it doesn't piss you off like like Adam Cole's like your champion of NXT, and it's like half the viewing figures of like Raw and SmackDown. Well, the fact that they're losing out to AEW. Once his contract comes up, why would you stay? Yeah, exactly. If they manage to make money, AEW, like decent money, and can pay him, yeah, 
like a decent amount. Yeah. I mean, we don't know how much it matters we to him. Yeah, but you don't even don't have to don't even have to be a decent amount because his his partner's got a decent slot on NXT mm. on, on NXT on AEW. And I'm sure from his Bullet Club days and from the Undisputed Era, he's made a decent wedge. Yeah. If the Revival are all right, Adam Cole's all right. Yeah, true. So, so then that becomes the the, the choice again of if you go up to the main roster, Adam, because it's all it's all fine now because he's getting the top spot. But as soon as he goes up to that main roster, oh, he ain't small. getting he ain't getting anywhere near it, which is a joke because he's yeah. the best they've got. He's he's a max contract guy. I think what I'm what I've always been at, and I know that this is a horrible, heinous thing to say. I would quite. I just want Vince out of the picture, and I want to see what happens without him. I'm gonna say something controversial. That I think when Vince goes out of the picture, it gets worse. Well, that's it has crossed my mind. The reason why I think it'll get worse is because you won't have Vince on the end of the phone trying to get Undertaker back and Brock Lesnar back and all these people. Then you're going to have somebody... Because Triple H ain't getting it. Because Triple H's been demoted. Mm. He ain't being groomed for that anymore. That's gone. And it's too... There's too many pie, There's too many you know fingers in the pie because it's a public traded company. Yeah. Those people on the board decide what's going on, not the person who's the head of creative... They don't decide what's going on. The head of creative gets told what to do, mm. so that so when Vince goes, it's going to be even worse because that then it will become. Once Vince goes, it, it will become the fucking Disney of wrestling, and they will do everything just for the viewing figures. They won't do anything with NXT that will develop anybody. They'll just purely every, every week. Finn Balor gets fucking hit in the face with a pie. See, I, I, I'm, I'm in, I'm kind of I hope not, half but... and half of what would happen. I am, and I don't think that the show or the brand will get any bigger. I think it will shrink. Mm-hmm. But I'm intrigued. I'm just a bit intrigued. Because yeah. look at Triple H when he had total control of NXT. It's fantastic. Yeah, it was great. It's a near faultless show. The women's division was great. The tag team division was great, and the main stars were great. Right. Soon as it goes onto a network, and Triple H is still the guy who's in who's in charge, but now he's got network pressure. It's shit. Yeah. And it, uh, shit's probably a bit harsh because last week's was great, but it's nowhere it's, near it's, the same it's, show. It's not the same show. They they wouldn't sell out Wembley with that with that show now. They won't get anywhere near to selling out Wembley with with that particular roster. Like Adam Cole ain't pulling in twenty thousand tickets. I'm sorry, but he's not. You know, a lot of the um, takeover when they've been in arenas have been off the back of a SummerSlam or a WrestleMania or a Royal Rumble. Yeah. So the people that are doing the travel packages are in there, and they only have to sell like fucking five or six thousand tickets, mm. which they can do, or they can hide on the no camera side. Um, but yeah, the, the the whole I would have been really interested to see. NXT because like they did the odd one that was like on their own so it wasn't like there was a WWE pay-per-view at the same time and they were just hitching off the back of it there was a lot of them that were like take over London and that were just solely NXT's got a pay-per-view this weekend and there's nothing else so I'd be interested to see how full the arena would be if they did that right now because I don't think they would I don't think they would do very well nor do I Interesting. Interesting. 
But we've got a good couple of weeks of wrestling coming up here, yeah. I think. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. For, for NXT and, and AEW, like, I, I'm, I'm really intrigued about how the shows will be and how good they'll be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's, it's a rel- relatively positive mm. couple of weeks coming up. Um, Raw and Smackdown, it's bad to say, but I couldn't give two shits what happens on Raw and Smackdown. No, I mean, I'll keep... I'll keep an eye on it, and if there's anything worth, I think it's worth watching. We'll still watch the top tens and yeah, the post yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. But it's too much to watch again. Too much to watch. I've not. Choice. I've just not got time to not be to not enjoy myself. No, like no. if I'm doing it and I'm, I'm like reviewing it, like if I was a film critic and I had to go and see Dora the Explorer, mm-hmm. it's like well, I, you know I don't have to do that. I can watch the things I like, and I'm really enjoying Dark and Dynamite. Yeah. So. Sorry, SmackDown and Raw. I'm sure you'll get me back at some stage when you put a decent match on. Are we done? Yeah, I'm knackered, mate. You're a piss. Absolutely knackered. I'm surprised you've not been for one during the show. No, I know. I am too, because I'm bursting. Yeah, I'm bursting as well. Quarter to twelve. Please, can I go first? Of course you can. Shall we wrap it up there, then? Let's do that. I don't, we don't even have a goodbye anymore. See, see. See ya. <laughs> Thanks see. for listening, everybody. Yeah, stay safe, guys. I hope you're all well. Uh, do tweet us about your thoughts with what's going on with wrestling at the moment as well. Do you agree? Do you disagree? You know, fully within your eyes to disagree. Love to hear your thoughts. So, until next time. See ya. See ya. See ya. There you go. That's it. What? Back to until next time and then see ya. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.